4.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Hold on, it's coming. Forecasters say that relief is on the way. Rice-bound parts of the southern U.S. In the meantime, though, more of the same. Hundreds of flights were preemptively canceled Thursday after a moisture-laden storm crossed the south. Snow, sleet, and sheets of ice lingered, and treacherous driving conditions resulted in at least eight deaths on slick roads, including one in Arkansas and seven in Texas. Residents hurried to move their cars as ice... Coated branches cracked and fell. Nearly 400,000 people were without power early Thursday, many of those in Austin, as trees heavy with ice buckled onto power lines. Pablo Vegas, head of the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, vowed the state's electrical grid and natural gas supply would not suffer a repeat of February 2021 blackouts. I'm Jennifer King. A prayer for the healing of a divided nation. The prayer offered at this morning's National Prayer Breakfast by the event's co-chair, Congressman Tim Wahlberg of Michigan. Spur us to humbly pray, Father, leaving our wrongful and divisive ways and experience healing reconciliation in our government and our nation. Let it begin in us right now. Love thy neighbor. President Biden admits that is a tall order, especially these days. It's easy to say. It's hard to do. For many years, the breakfast was hosted by the International Foundation. That's a private religious group. And after some Democrats complained it was becoming too politically divisive, Congress took charge of the event. Cost of borrowing continues to rise as the Federal Reserve has, for the eighth time since March, raised its key short-term interest rate. Watching Wall Street, stocks are mixed. Right now, the Dow down 205 points. The Nasdaq is trading 210 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. You know that the average price of a used car is up over 40% from just a year ago? The cost of living has gone up, and the cost for auto repairs is rising as well. The car you have needs to last you longer than ever. So if your vehicle has less than 150,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire, or with no warranty coverage at all, you need to call CarShield at 800-523-8667. We've just announced a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle service plan to help save thousands of dollars on out-of-pocket expenses for future auto repairs. While the cost for new and used cars continue to go up, CarShield offers protection plans at an all-time low. Drivers who activate their plan today will also receive 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, courtesy towing and emergency tire, battery, and key lockout service. Call 800-523-8667 today to save 20% on your plan. That's 800-523-8667. Keep your car protected. Call 800-523-8667. Again, 800-523-8667. America's top diplomat has wrapped up a trip to the Mideast as violence continues to grip the volatile region. The latest from the media lines, Felice Friedson. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's visit to the Middle East quickly turned into a mission to rescue the fragile peace following a violent weekend. Israeli forces killed 10 Palestinians during an arrest raid into a refugee camp in the West Bank city of Jenin. Then seven Israelis were shot to death as they left the synagogue Friday night, the Jewish Sabbath. Palestinian 
Iranian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas announced he was ending security cooperation with Israel, but walked back his decree after meeting with Blinken. A Palestinian official announced that the U.S. is conducting indirect negotiations between Israel and the Palestinian Authority, while the sex state announced $50 million in additional aid to the PA. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. A major Alaska oil project takes a small step forward, although it is still far from a done deal. The Biden administration has issued a long-awaited study that recommends allowing a major oil development on Alaska's north slope. Initially, it calls for up to three drilling sites, fewer than the five pursued by ConocoPhillips Alaska for the Willow Project. The recommendation has angered environmentalists, who have nicknamed the proposal a carbon bomb. Alaska native groups have expressed concerns. One native village is only about 36 miles from the Willow Project in a remote region of Alaska's far north. U.S. Interior Secretary Deb Holland, who fought the Willow Project as a member of Congress, has the final decision on whether to approve it. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Top European officials have arrived in Kiev for talks with the Ukrainian authorities. The visit comes as rescue crews dig through the rubble of an apartment building hit by a Russian missile. More on these stories, townhall.com. Here's your WICH AM and FM weather forecast. Uh, We have uh, some clouds. Sunny today. High will get up to about 37. And then uh, tonight, partly cloudy, very cold, 13. The outlook for Friday, sunny, windy, and very, very cold. High 21, the low minus 4. Saturday, warming up just a little. High 19, low 13, and then warming up on Sunday. Pretty normal, 43 in sunshine. Currently, we're feeling 29 degrees, and it's time to have some good conversation. Are you up for that? Here we go. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Nice to be here with you. First hour is an open forum, and then we have our buddy Tony, who will be chatting with me. It's uh, an update on Gamblers Anonymous. So if you or someone you know is having a gambling problem, there is help for you. Tony's been through it himself, so that'll be after the 11 o'clock news. In the meantime, in case you didn't hear by now, the uh, vote was no. And that vote, let's talk a little bit about it for a second or two here. As uh, Claire Bissett wrote an article today in the day paper, it came out, no, voters defeated the fire services ordinance. A dog campaign by volunteer firefighters was successfully Wednesday as voters soundly rejected a controversial ordinance passed in December that governs automatic aid between the city's paid and volunteer fire departments. Voters rejected the ordinance 2,347 to 676. Turnout was more than 13%, with the highest turnout in precincts that encompass much of the Taftville and East Great Plain Volunteer Fire Districts. So the folks have spoken, have voted, but the result changes little for firefighters as automatic aid reverts to November 1st administrative policy worked out by the five volunteer chiefs, the one city paid fire chief and city manager John Salamone. 
Both the ordinance and the administrative policy call for the Central City Paid Fire Department to respond automatically into the five volunteer fire districts for calls of structure fires, smoke in buildings, and vehicle fires close to structures. Paid crews respond to medical calls in volunteer districts if no volunteer firefighter signs on to respond within five minutes. So there it is. The vote was no. And yes, we have an open forum. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello? Hello, you're on the air with me. Yes. Hello, is this Open Forum, Stu? This is Open Forum. That's my new name. Well, open Forum. <laughs> is that uh, German or Irish? Or I don't know, but I've never met anybody with the name of Open before. You know, I've never asked you, Briar, is that an Irish name? Oh, yes, this is I say it's pretty much. What is, what be your background, your lineage, sir? Where, 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 where were your ancestors? They're from Russia, Poland, and, uh... Oh, okay, I'm just yeah. curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine were mainly Irish. Uh, glad that vote turned out with a no, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I certainly was one who was opposed to it, and, uh... I want to say it before Larry calls in and say it. I I, I want to beat him to it. So here we go. I'm ready. 13%? What is wrong with these people? There. How did I do, Larry? (laughs) Well, actually, um, some people thought it was a pretty good turnout, but it certainly is not a big turnout. No, no. That's. I mean, what was it last... uh, year, I think it was 22%. 22%. I, think that's low. Yeah. I mean, 22% of the voters, and here we are at 13%. I was very surprised at that, um, you know, the last Yeah, one. I didn't think it would be that low. Yeah. That's that's really, really sad. And as someone was, uh, I don't remember who one of the callers pointed out yesterday, um, sometimes these, maybe it was Larry, sometimes these local elections are more important than the national ones, because <laughs> I'm always keen to point out this is where your national candidates and national policies come from. The ideas start in your local and state communities. Yeah, it reflects uh, you just in the heart of where you live. So Yeah, uh, and if we would have better <clears throat> candidates on the local and regional level, statewide level, we'd have better candidates running things in the mm. nation's capital, is my theory. And I'm sticking to it. So, well, I but don't, if people uh, aren't aren't going to get out and vote, things aren't going to change. You know, I'm surprised. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's an honor to be able to vote when you think of other countries. All right. So I have something else on my mind, if you'll allow me. You have something else um, on your mind? I know it's hard to believe, isn't it? Goodness. Mm. I mean, other than food, <laughs> okay. I am frying some bacon as we talk. I'm going to have some bacon and eggs. Uh, so that's the sizzling sound, yes. Mm-hmm. So I know this is a little bit heavy for first thing in the show, but I'll mm-hmm. try to keep it light um, because I have a. I, I'm looking for some advice or thoughts from the listeners. Um, as as a lot of you folks know, um, my sister is terminally ill, and we. Um, found out yesterday that the doctors are giving her six months. We didn't know. You know, Mm -hmm. we were hoping maybe a couple of years, but it's going to be faster than that. It's cancer. So, in in dealing with that and dealing with my emotions and and the family dealing with it and the memories and all these things that you... It occurs to me there are a lot of services and organizations and support groups for those who are 
grieving, those who are bereaved after someone has passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble finding anything for people who are facing the inevitability of a loved one passing away in the future, in the near future, or perhaps dealing with their own mortality, which we all must. And um, I know that the um, the former priest at our church had talked about doing something, but she was very busy. She had two parishes she was taking care of. Um, and then ended up uh, moving on. So it's quite understandable that, that she wasn't able yeah, to have a that, big that would be a, It was a, that would it was be a, a CG sort of plan. That would be a perfect place to gather people. Who... Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a church. Mm-hmm. No. Um, uh, that, that certainly, as you say, is an appropriate place. But, you know, are there any that the listeners know about? And... Uh, I'm not someone who's really in crisis, I, I, and I do have the option of sitting down one-on-one with a priest, or mm-hmm. if I wanted to see a therapist, and that's all well and good. Those are, those are very important services that are out there. But I'm more about, is there any kind of support group made up of just plain old folks who are dealing with not the, all, not the past death of a loved one, but someone who is about to pass away and dealing with that eventuality and those emotions mm-hmm. and those struggles. And I just wonder if anybody has any thoughts on that. Because I go online and I really don't find anything that's all about bereavement for those who have passed on and dealing with that. But what about beforehand? Yeah, because it's twofold. You know that um, you know your sister's seriously ill and uh, obviously uncomfortable, and you're you don't want her to be suffering. And then the the thought of the loss it's 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 a heavy sure. thing. It's yeah, a heavy it, it thing. It does. It gets a little complicated. Yeah, and you, and you want it to be <clears throat> a peaceful transition for her and for those around mm-hmm. her. In my case, you know the the family. Um, you want everybody to be able to. Sometimes you just need to talk. Sometimes it's not like, you know, like I said, I'm not in a crisis situation. If I were, I, I know places I could go and so forth. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it would be healthy, and apparently our former priest thought it would be healthy. How do we deal? See, we don't deal with death well in our society. It's something we're frightened of, or we just say, well, okay, it, it happens, it happens to everybody, so why talk about it? But that may not necessarily be healthy. I think you can get comfort with a group of people who have been through it. Everybody has been yeah, through it yeah. uh, to a degree. Or who are currently going through it. Yeah. You know. So All right, there's I'll... some thought there that I know it's a little early in the show. But, no, no, it's important. You know, maybe it's an important have subject. ideas that I could benefit from. All right, my friend. You know you can always call us. I know that, and I'm doing fine. I'm just saying. I know I you have a lot of. I know you have a lot of friends too. Out there. Yeah. So. Uh, is your uh, sister having any particular treatment or, or not? Yeah, she's currently still in the um, nursing facility. She wants to go home. They're mm-hmm. medicine. They've been giving her physical therapy, and she is starting to walk a little bit because this is down in her mm-hmm. abdominal area, Yeah, and it's very widespread. So apparently when they went in and did the biopsy, uh, it really, they had to cut her up pretty bad. So she's been in a wheelchair, but she's starting to walk more and more. Good, good. And she feels like she wants to go home. I think most of us agree she needs a 
another week or two of being taken care of before she can mm-hmm. go home and, as she puts it, get her affairs in order. Well, Mr. Kevins, we'll see if we can get some uh, information yeah, for you. Yeah, ideas would be helpful. Thanks, Stu. Thank you. Take care. All right, bye. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Stu Breyer, Joe. Yes, I know it's you, Joe. Hi. I know you know it's me. Listen, uh, my heart goes out to Kevin's sister, man. I mean, that's yeah, rough. Two, two more weeks in physical therapy, and she just wants to go home. Well, I hope that that materializes and uh, she does get to go yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yesterday, you, you played my song. I want my friend, she's my friend Marcia. Her, she likes Stevie Wonder so much. I just call her say I love you. I can call her any day of the week. And tell her how much I love her. Are you okay, Joe? Joe, you sound under the weather. I'm not doing good, brother. What's what's going on? I'll be all right. I'm going to listen to you all morning long. Call your your sister. That's encouraging. Oh, dear. Listen, we got some very cold weather, so be careful, uh, you know... Don't take it for granted. It's, I mean, it's going to be the coldest weather so far of the winter, and then it'll warm up again. So get all your warmest clothes out. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I believe, you know, I was listening to Kevin, and there are support groups. If you call the local um, cancer places, uh, there are support groups. You can call Bacchus Hospital. Um, I know they have support groups and whatnot. Um, yeah, they, I'm sure they can connect you to some. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> and. So well, that'll I'll be good. Save the subject for another time. <laughs> it's kind of too heavy in the morning, so I'll call you later. All right. Thank you. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Uh, good morning. Uh, uh, has Kevin thought of calling hospice? That uh, certainly is a, a good idea. I mean, if um, she does come home, you know, having somebody from hospice go there as well. So, Because uh, when now my dad uh, passed away, in fact, uh, January 30th, uh, passed away 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, before he uh, passed away, of course, we had gotten in touch with hospice, and they sent over a, uh, in fact, I think she was a nurse, and uh, just talking with her, you know, about the, you know, the, the inevitable. Uh, I, I personally found it very helpful, and I know my uh, family did too. So he might think of uh, calling hospice and letting mm-hmm. them know the situation and see what help they can give him. Well, they're beautiful people, the hospice Indeed people. Indeed, they are. And they have seen just about everything. So, um, Indeed, they are. Good people to communicate with. So I would recommend that he at least start with them and see if they can give him some assistance. All right, my friend. Thank you. Have a good day. And it's uh, 889-5252. Looking forward to chatting with you here. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! 
The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Epidetter closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box drop, mattress and furniture outlet. Get it now because it may be gone tomorrow. Our winter clearance event is going on now. Save on brand new sectionals, sofas, love seats, and more. The best mattresses at the lowest prices. Why pay retail, guys? We've got the lowest prices in the state. Come see us now. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box drop, mattress and furniture outlet in the Montville Common Shopping Center on Route 32 in Uncasville and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. 1021, Stu is with you. Good to have your company. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning to you, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Larry. Hi. Listen, I feel bad for, uh, for Joe, and he's got he's to gotta, uh, straighten himself out, and I know he's got problems, and and um, when you have problems, drugs and alcohol are not, not the right place to uh, turn to, and I, I'm, I'm begging him to call Father Tony at St. Pat's and to talk to him. Um, and he's not the only one that has problems. Uh, in my during my lifetime, when I ran into difficult times, I I, I called Father Tony and I spoke to him. Sometimes for as much as an hour, at that's one a, time to to get mm-hmm. my mind straightened out. That's a great suggestion. So it's, not, it's not an embarrassment to to ask for help or to talk to somebody when you're having problems like this but the last week or so I've noticed uh, uh, Joe this is not the right place for you to be going my man we all love you and, and you've got to you've got to straighten yourself out pal well Father Tony is a wonderful suggestion I mean uh, through the years um, he is one of the most loved people in the community and uh, he certainly would uh, be available to talk with Joe yeah, and if he doesn't want to go to him, there's many other people he can call. To. He was in. A, mm-hmm. He can call a vet. Um, he's been in the service before. He can call the the the, the vet vet uh, center. There's so many people. But uh, this stuff usually turn, doesn't turn out good, Joe. When you when you go in the, the wrong direction, usually turns out very very bad for the person. So I think I don't he will be. Uh... I don't want anything bad to happen mm-hmm. to you. I think he will be happier when he joins his uh, sister, who wants him desperately to come back there, and uh, I think things will turn around good for him. Sounds like a wonderful person. Yep. Yeah, hopefully that will. So, anyway, I wanted to get that out of the way. And um, the vote yesterday, um, the the people made a statement yesterday, okay? Mm -hmm. They told the Democrats, don't be pulling uh, funny stuff down at your city hall chambers, uh... Uh, behind the people of knowledge. That's, that was the bottom line in that. Well, it was a pretty unanimous vote, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, it was 4 to 1, yep. 2,300 to 600. It was kind of sent a message uh, 
You don't do this to volunteer firemen. You know how much money these people save the, the, on knowledge? They, in tax money, they save, save millions and millions of dollars in tax money for what these volunteer firefighters do. You don't turn around and do this to, to these good people behind, behind closed doors. You, do, you don't do stuff like that. It's just, it's uncalled for. And, and the people answered that yesterday. They love their volunteer fire people. Okay, and I, you know, I got East Great Plains for a fire department, and I can't can't thank them enough for everything that they do. Well, there's nothing not to love. They're they're dedicated people who just want to help people. So, yeah. So what else is going on? Anything? No. How's your back feeling any better today? A little. Well, that's always a blessing. It's a little better anyway. I'll get into that uh, one day with you if you've got a little extra time with me that you can spare on the on the air, or maybe like ten minutes or so. I can get into you about um, uh, uh, medical stuff and and uh, when you discussed marijuana yesterday, uh, the difference with that and uh, taking opioid medicines and stuff and what doctors are doing to patients today that I find very very outrageous uh, in treating people, especially in their seventies and eighties that have chronic pain. Um, and uh, they're more worried about, um, um, I don't know how to put this. I better be careful with my words right now until I come up with something. Okay, no, but, we, can uh, do, we can do that sometime, sure. Yeah, I'd like to speak to you about medical and medication uh, mm-hmm. for people who are chronically ill um, with severe pain and what, what, uh, what is going on in the medical field today, especially with the opposite of what's going on in the southern border with uh, illegal synthetic fentanyl. It's crossing the border and killing all our children from 18 to 45 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, doctors have to, they, they worry about giving a person like me a prescription for pain opioid medicine at 70 years old who thinks that I'm going to go out and, um, and like overdose or something. It's ridiculous, uh, totally ridiculous. They should worry about where the problems come from and not where they think the problem is going to come from. All right, Larry, I'll look forward to a long chat on that, and I'll uh, talk to you later. Okay, thanks, Joe. See ya. Hello, welcome to the program. Yeah, Good morning. Hi. You're on the Good. air. Good morning. Father Stu, Boston Ben here. Boston Benny, having some Boston cream pie for breakfast? No, but I tell you what. What? Yesterday, my wife bought for me a uh, nice apple pie. Ooh, hello, Dolly. <laughs> it was frozen, the kind I like. It's mm-hmm. frozen, then, you know, you know you, whatever she does with it, with all, whatever she cooked it. It's, and then I had some blueberry muffins. Mm. <laughs> so I ate almost all of them yesterday. Okay, so you had a little splurge, buddy, huh? All right. Yeah, I, I, I don't do that often. Mm-hmm. So I splurged. But, you know, listening to your callers, um, especially to see about the turnout, it uh, made me think about my experience with marketing, and I would like to see Norwich begin to, you like, take, I know how, how Larry feels about studies, but maybe this wouldn't be in the category of a study when you ask, you, you survey, you survey your community, find out what 
why they didn't go out maybe to vote for, for the yesterday. I don't know why but, some folks don't vote locally. I understand some some people are just. Uh, you know, they don't trust the national votes, but I still think, uh, you know, either your right, our right to vote is so important and we should always do it. But certainly in these local issues, you know, there's so many places to go and vote. Just do it. Uh, yeah, but see, the thing about surveys is if, you, if it's like face-to-face, uh, you know, in person, you, you mm-hmm. ask the people and they feel that, you know, they're... that. They're being asked because they're important, and, and then you you gather the information, and you'd be surprised some of, in some cases, depending on what the subject is, what some of the answers might be. They might be a minority, but it might be contributing to what is going, you know, the, the overall feeling of of the uh, of the people when it comes to mm-hmm. voting. So uh, that's. That's one thing, and there was one other thing. Yeah, it's, it's Joey. I feel uh, sympathy for him because I can tell he's has a he has a good heart. He, he cares about people. Yeah, it's uh, we. You know, I wish I had a magic wand to to help yeah. him, but he does get into those funks. I mean, all of us do from time to time. But I wish we could help him more. But he's yeah, got to keep the faith. Being prolonged, and mm-hmm. he he gets. He comes on your show, and people can hear it. You know, it's like, oh, I wish you could help him, but he he has to reach out. And I know that at the vet center in Norwich, the Norwich Vet Center, mm-hmm. there's a man there named Matt Green, Matthew Green. They call him Matt, and Matt knows about Joy, and he 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 would like. To to talk to Joey. See, he's a counselor. Yeah, don't don't be afraid to reach out because everybody goes through these things, and um, you know you gotta yep. you gotta Another reach out. Things. Mm-hmm. The other thing, Stu. Yes, sir. Is, there's so much going on in our country, right here in Norwich, in our state, all over the place. I I kind of believe that Americans are going to have to find ways. To which to absorb all the information and all the issues and everything that's going on, and a lot of it has to do with what we've gone through already. You know, it has to do with the past, and I think we Americans are going to have to start connecting the dots so they, they so that they can enjoy life. So that's all I have to all say right. for today. And uh, by you. the way, yes, have a nice weekend. All right, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the pie. <laughs> Thank you. See you later. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey, I'm hogging it up, man. Susan, listen, play play for Marcia today. Everybody yeah. wants you to feel better, Joe. She loves the song. Joey. She always requests us to. Joe, do you know Father Tony? Hey, no. It's Stevie Wonder. I called to say I love you, brother. Okay, but we wanted we want to look out for you here at the moment. Um, Don't worry about me. I'm all right, bro. Okay. And you know what, Stu? I didn't vote yesterday for that uh, fire engine thing. I I I won't do it because I didn't know whether yes or no, and and and, and it wasn't clear with the chief. I love him. I'm a military man. Damn it. 
they they weren't clear on the vote, so I didn't know what to do. So I okay, I that's was fine. Stupid. Don't beat yourself up. Just try to get better, okay? Later, man. See ya. Why do people beat themselves up? You know, well, why didn't I do that? I should have done that. I didn't. You know, we make decisions. Some of them are right. Some of them are wrong. And uh, you know, it's the human element. It is. uh, Nothing is perfect. I'm trying to think. Is there anything? I know apple pie is close, but. 1031 at WICH, 889-5252 is the number. Have we got weather? Today, a very pleasant day. Mostly sunny, breezy. Highs in the upper 30s to near 40 along the shoreline. Tonight, partly cloudy. Chance for a snow shower or a snow squall around 3 a.m. with the passage of an Arctic cold front. Temperatures start dropping. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, windy. Temperatures peak after midnight in the 30s, then drop through the 20s into the teens by tomorrow morning's commute. By the evening commute, they'll go from the teens into the single digits. Wind chill values drop, too. At night, it will feel more like 10 to 30 degrees below zero. Saturday, sunny, breezy, decreasing wind, very cold. Temperatures in the mid to upper teens. Temperatures remain steady or rise at night. And then Sunday, a mixture of sun and clouds, breezy, trending milder, highs in the low 40s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. It's 31 degrees, WICH, AM and FM with Stu. And uh, so we'll have a big uh, frozen cold spell and then it'll get better for Sunday. On Saturday, February 4th at 2 p.m., showing Connecticut's 8th State Poet Laureate Antoinette Brimbell at the Lagura Center for an afternoon of poetry and a deeper look at the spoken word. Called a fierce poet at the peak of her powers, Antoinette will present her poems, reflect on the power of words for social change, and the importance of spoken word in the community. This free lecture is open to all, is co-hosted with the James Merrill House, and sponsored by the Connecticut Humanities. Tony from Gamblers Anonymous, be with us at 11.05. Maybe we can save some lives. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Oh, you know, this morning, a little snippet crossed my hearing, because I, I, you know, I always have the radio on just round the clock, right? Yes, I know that, yes. And I heard, um, uh, it was on a news part, where this, uh, Azra Care Eye Drops. Now, I thought they spelled it with an A-Z-R-I. Yeah, that's, that's right. They have recalled some of those, and um, you're absolutely right. There's been a problem with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it said one person died, and there's some blindness. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder what country makes them. So, so you know. heard it, too. Oh, good. Because I wanted to tell people that. And um, someday I'll give the uh, number or how to um, do your car recalls. I got my Consumer Reports magazine yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, what drives me crazy is mostly the new cars that are getting recalled. 21, the 22s, brand names that you wouldn't think would be recalled. Well, the old, recalled. Ones, the old ones you would have known already, but the new ones, um, they're just finding out some things and... Yeah. Naturally, you got to stay on top of it. Well, there's a, a place that you can get a hold of, but you know, and the way you, you check it, like even if you're in a car lot, you look at the VIN number, write it down, mm-hmm. and then contact this place, and they'll tell you if there's a recall on it. But it all has to do with that VIN number that, uh, that you can read right through your windshield. Yeah, you got to get to know your car when you buy a car. You know, oh. we don't do it. Read that booklet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple things in the paper today. 
I was highly insulted that uh, the governor did, didn't believe Kathy Oston that NFA's um, Slater Museum was really cool. I mean, it's it's like, wow. You know, something, I don't know if you've ever been there. Well, I would yes, take, I have. Well, mm-hmm. I would take little trips in there, to, and when my kids are growing up, take them in there, because you just it's so cool. I mean, anybody that loves history and ancient history, local history, paintings, and things like that, like paintings of Norwich in, like, early 1800s. Well, the governor said everybody should know about uh, NFA's uh, Slater Museum. But he didn't believe Kathy Oston. And I I thought that was a highly insulting comment that you're being fictitious. It's like, see, that's the thing. This state gets their higher-up politicians from the New York side. They don't know well, at least anything he said, about he, our At side. least he said he was wrong and said Kathy was right. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had to say that. And then he went on down to Foxwoods for the great um, opening of the uh, water park, which is on the reservation land, mm-hmm. which probably won't bring any uh, tax revenue to Ledger. But... I'm wondering where the heck they're going to get their water from. That's my big wonder. Susan, would you like to go to Foxwood sometime? No, You've I'm never not going to ever go to... I have not gone to the casinos, and I never will. You don't have to gamble. You can just... Nope, uh, nope, no, no, no. Because of what Mohegan's son won against Preston. You put it on the table, put that land on the table over there, the house won. They won. They got it for free. Uh, no, because it made our taxes go up. I will not back a place that does that to a small town that's dumb in dealings with a big... Now they are multinational because they're also international gambling. They, they took us for a ride, and I am insulted. And Foxwoods, to get that place, all I have seen is traffic and accidents and crime on my road. We're only five minutes away from them. It hasn't done my area any good. I haven't heard about a lot of crime in that area. Because they want to keep it quiet to make it look like it's A-OK. I don't think the police really want to keep that quiet. Come on. Well, they have. They have. I mean, I mean, they can't cover everything, but, you know, anything serious that would be covered. You don't even hear sirens anymore in this town. Well, maybe because it's I quiet. did not know that on the hospital property last week that a building burned down. By the time the, the it was on, on, it said, North State Hospital property, mm-hmm. and that... I guess Preston, uh, whatever, answered it, and along with Mohegan Sun and everything, but you didn't know about it. I mean, I I can't believe... Well, you knew about it. Yeah. uh, Days later, it was in the paper yesterday that the, uh, the flames were shooting, you know, 20 feet out of the air. But you know, there's another thing about that hospital property. I just want to remind people... When we had the Boston, not us, but when the Boston bomber blew up the whatever up there, okay, 
um, Zarnoff brothers. When, two weeks before they did their pressure cooker bombing, the Norwich Hospital property, Homeland Security was blowing up things down there because I could hear it from my house. I called Troopy. What does this got to do with What does this got to do with the marathon bombing? Okay. Well, no, 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 no. We're under Obama, and Homeland Security was blowing up stuff. Now, um, this fire at the chicken coop place. Big, big factory farm, I'm going to call it It's that. under investigation. Then there was a fire down here. Mm -hmm. They ought to look at this one and that one and see if there's any arson going on. Okay, i gotta get, I got to ask you one question. If uh, who, Who's your favorite musical uh, singer or group? group? Favorite? You have a favorite? Do I have a favorite? Mine go back because I like. Um, Just give me a name. Oh, I like Creedence. I, okay, I like now if if I if you got two free tickets to see Creedence at Foxwoods, would you go? No. Really? No, because I liked uh, I, I oh Celtic Thunder. I would not go to Foxwoods. And okay, all right. I, I do like Ringo Starr, but I'm telling you, I will not. Go. Well, that's your prerogative, my friend, but I have to run. Thank okay. you. 860 I'd like to see Ringo. He brings a lot of uh, talented people with him. I think he's still doing that, making the circuit. Give us a call. You would be next. The number is 889 uh, I'll be talking with Tony from Gamblers Anonymous after the 11 o'clock news. He's an interesting guy. Fox News commentary. An NBA superstar and notable Joe Biden supporter wants to keep an affordable housing development out of the vicinity of his $30 million California mansion. I'm Tommy Lahren. Find out next. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Fifth highest paid athlete in the entire world, Steph Curry and his wife petitioned their local government to keep an affordable housing development out of the vicinity of their $30 million Atherton, California mansion, citing safety and privacy concerns. Imagine that. Steph Curry, a social justice warrior and uplifter of the oppressed and disenfranchised, doesn't want peasants too close to his mansion and family. And it gets better. Not only does he not want them housed near him, he petitioned the local government to build fencing and shrubbery around their home to keep the peasants from seeing him if he couldn't block them from joining the neighborhood entirely. Odd coming from a Biden supporter, given those kinds of folks typically insist walls don't work. This just goes to show rich liberals love equality and opportunity for the less fortunate, so long as it is nowhere near them. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. 1042, Stu Breyer with you. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hey, Stu, how did the uh, election come out yesterday in Norwich with the fire department? The, uh, I looked on the tablet, and uh, mm -hmm. that foolish newspaper doesn't have nothing. 
Well, it uh, was the no vote won by a big oh. margin. By a big margin, huh? Yeah, four now, to one didn't margin. Send a message to somebody. Yeah, it was not close at all. It was like four to one. Mm-hmm. Well, don't think it'll go away. They'll let it ride for a couple of years, and they'll they'll bring it back up again. Perhaps, perhaps. That's the way things happen in this town. Uh, but that again, again with that bulletin, you think it would have been on the front page? Nothing, nothing. What kind of a newspaper is that? I don't know. You'd have to talk to them about it. So can I yes, tell you? Yes, I would. Okay, so have a good day. All right. You too, sir. Thank you. The vote was no by a big margin. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. We're going to have a little cold weather, so make sure you bundle up and uh, nobody's there. Hello. Hello. Oh, would you like to buy an encyclopedia? <laughs> oh, here's the guy that talks funny. Wait a minute. Here he is. Here he comes. If you'd like to make, make a call, Welcome to the program. Hi. Stu, Chevy Man. How you doing? Chevy Man. I hope your car starts in a, you know, tomorrow. No, that car starts every time. Great. You can bank on that. Okay, that's good. I got a I got a Toyota pickup truck that I put a brand new battery in from Charles Toyota, and paid a lot for the battery. I figured if I got a good Toyota battery, I let the car the truck sit for a month and the battery's dead. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> and I, and the one that's in my '57 Chevy come from Boyd's Junkyard for twenty dollars. And that starts good. And I don't even stop my Chevy, but every you know every once maybe once mm-hmm. a month if that. It's been a couple months since I started, but I'll bet you I go out there. Well, and the next right next few days, you'll know how good your your batteries are mm-hmm. for sure. Well, that that mm-hmm. one's in the garage, but still, yeah. the garage is cold too. You know, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. We got to make sure we keep our pets inside mm-hmm. on Friday and Saturday, and um, yeah, it's good. That's good they, advice. Let them do their duties and go right right back in. Yeah, because you know? uh, they they can freeze too. Those pets. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. So how you doing, Stu? Okay. Hey, I'm doing okay. How about how about Dairy Queen this year? We looking good so far. Looking good so far. I'm looking forward to it, but uh, we hope it works out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know they want to do it again, so I'm up for it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Stu. Well, listen. Have a nice day. Take care. All right, Chevy man. Stay warm. Right now. Hi, W I C H. You're on the air. Hi. That's the reason why you don't see it in our bulletin. Their, their news is always printed a day late, but it comes from out of state. Mm-hmm. It's not printed in large anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad that, uh, you know, the organization is having a tough time. And I, I guess there's going to be no more local news on WICH? Well, we're working on some things. I certainly uh, hope that's not the case. Because I know your station always pride themselves on the local news. Yeah. Well, at least we have this program to talk about it. Right. Maybe some people higher up may hear it. A lot of people listen, so uh, we always appreciate your input. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Muchas gracias, amigo. Norwich voters defeated the fire services ordinance. The no votes 
237,000 plus. Well, that was the turnout. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, there was two, yeah, two, well, 2,347. Anyway, the vote was 2,347 to uh, 676. 13% of the folks turned out. Highest turnout in precincts that encompass much of the Taffville and East Great Plains volunteer fire districts. That's where most of the turnout came. And if you turned out, I'm glad you did. Oh, we have plenty of time for calls, so let's uh, go back to the lines. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Morning. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing okay. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um. Well, what's on your mind, my dear? Mm-hmm. Well, my my what's on my mind is um. I I'm, I'm well. I'm with Sue. I don't go to the casinos. Okay, that's fine. I don't go. Um. I well, see, the thing of it is, maybe the stuff that happens around here just doesn't get in the newspaper, like a drunken man going into Dunkin' Donuts down the road and giving people a hard time and then going out and going up to the other store and people have to intervene um, or you know I've had break-ins in my house okay but I handle it you know I handle it and um, tough to handle that for sure well we have to Stu oh, I understand. I mean, I've That's... got alarms now I, mm-hmm. I used to have big dogs but now um We've made a lot of changes, and, and I guess even no matter where you live today, you've got to make changes. You've got to make sure things are, your cars are locked. Yeah, of course, on on. absolutely. So, you you know, um, always lock your cars, lock your house, lock your doors. It's yeah, unfortunate, I, I, but that's I, the way I it is. I'm honest, Stu. Hmm? When my husband and my son go out, even during the day, I go in my bedroom and lock the door. Hey, whatever you feel comfortable with. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just, things are not the same in the world. And, uh, hi, Joey. I'm thinking of you. Oh, that's uh, sweet. Another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I had a son, my son call me. He's a, a veteran, very bad off. And he they wouldn't sell him rope last night from the store because he was going to hang himself. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. How did they know? Hot time. How did he know he did uh, that? That he was going to use it to hurt himself. Well, because it's such a small town, Mm -hmm. everybody knows what's going on. And my granddaughter's friend works at the store. Called my granddaughter, but they wouldn't let him have the rope. Well, that should be reported to save his life. I mean, somebody needs to be notified. Well, I usually call the state police in Mm -hmm. Illinois. And um, there was some trouble at his house, and uh, I got it straightened out so far. But if he calls me today, I have to call the police and to save his life. I'm a long ways away, and I can't get there. And um, uh, he's he's disabled with mental health issues because of. Well, should, overseas, shouldn't he you know? be uh, shouldn't he be under supervision somewhere and maybe in a hospital or something? Hmm? Well, they don't really have a place. Like I'm sure they don't have a place here either since state hospital's gone. 
but we do need a facility. Nothing would make me happier, not just for my son, other people out there that haven't been in the service that are going through mental health problems. Nothing would make me happier that if somebody would take a little bit of this land in Preston and decide to put a building in to help people. Well, if they, think, if they think somebody is going to hurt, uh, kill themselves, I mean... Well, he's done should... this before. And um, my cousin that was in Vietnam, he went down to the cemetery, he hung himself. Um, there is a lot of problems out in this world, and I, I mean, I, I want to save them all. Uh, well, we all know, would like to save everybody. We've got to do yeah. the best we can. Yeah, and, you know, mental illness is hereditary, too. Mm-hmm. My cousin in Maine, her son doesn't try to hurt himself, but he, they do have a mental hospital up there, and he's in and out of there. But, my God, it's so, so, so sad. I'm sure there's a place somewhere here in Connecticut because they, they've closed. I, Whiting is a horrible shop place. Well, it was. I don't know. I hope they've improved on it. Yeah, you know, Stu, we need help. We need help in the convalescent home, hospitals, and everything. There's a shortage everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I told uh, my granddaughter has to work. But I said to him when I got him straightened out, because I'm a long ways away, I said, tomorrow morning when you get up, you head to the VA down in Muhammad, Illinois. Uh, you get in your car and head down there. Well, I hope he, and, uh, uh, I hope he does it. Well, when something bad happens, you know, he mm-hmm. his, you know, things set him off. But my God, I, I'll tell you, I don't know what will happen when I'm gone, Stu. I really, really, well, I have this, a couple of kids with mental illness. You do the so best you going, can. I don't know where they're going to go for help. I really don't. The system is not working. Well, there is a, the there's still a lot not. of people that like to help people who are in distress like that. You know, there's a lot of organizations and groups and, and places. Well, the thing of it is, you've got to want to go. Now, he's well, of course. too. You know, when you're an alcoholic, that's a bummer. I mean, that's tough. And I've had to be a very strong woman. I have no choice. Because I take care of my brother, and I'm not getting into it. But that's a very sad situation because his children, a couple of them hung themselves. My goodness. I mean, and these are nice families still. Well, I, I, nice. don't, I don't have a lot of time, but um, we can talk again some more on this, but take care of yourself. Yeah, well, I'm getting up there, Stu. Take care but of yourself. God, I pray to God that I can stay strong mm-hmm. and everything will work out for everybody. All right. Not just my family, but everybody. Make sure you family. take care of your health because you're not going to be able to help anybody if you're sick. Yeah, well, I take care. I do the best I can, Stu, you know. Okay. And Joey, I'm thinking of you. And get to that meeting, if you can, on Wednesdays. All right, my friend. Day. Thank you. Okay, Stu, thanks. Hello, WICH. Good morning. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, well, the first, the first uh, thing today is Joe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know Joe. I've never met Joe. I've, I've listened to him on the radio many times. And... Uh, I can certainly relate to uh, where he's at and at this point, and uh, all I can say, brother, is try to sit up and catch your breath. If you can make a call, make a call to a friend, and let let that friend, whoever that might be, help you, Joey. 
because uh, we want to hear you back on the air uh, feeling good about everything. So good luck, my friend. It's not easy, but you can do it. That's very thoughtful words, sir. It's very nice of you to call. Um, I, I also just want to add this. Um, geez, hold on. Uh, that, uh, you know, in uh, the town of Grizzly yesterday, we had the vote. 900 people voted. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, our taxes are going to go up. Uh, the new so, field, the new carpeting is coming in. So they voted to do over the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we lost by 18 votes. Wow, that's so a close one. That's, uh, it was uh, pretty close. Uh, given uh, given about two weeks, uh, two to three weeks that we had to uh, rally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we learned a lot from it. And uh, that's that's the important part of life is, is learning uh, as you go. And one one of the things that I learned... A realtor spoke up at a special meeting, and she said something about uh, a lot of times when people ask about uh, you know where to live, her suggestion for towns and what the towns offer. Uh, a new buyer coming in from out of town will ask the question uh, because their son and or daughter is involved in sports. Will ask the sports question: Do they have good sports teams? Well, that could very well be true. But the probably the more important question that everybody asks as a parent is how well how is the school systems in that particular town? Well, they should be asking that, that. Sure. In my opinion, any school system, any town that is uh, below again, I'll say this again, below the state's proficiency level in reading and in math is a reflection also of the value of property Mm -hmm. in a given town. Listen, I'm glad you called. I'm getting beat by the clock, but we'll talk further on this. I'll come back to you after the the afternoon. Thank you, sir. See ya. All the best. Get one more call in. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good morning, Stu. Yes, sir. Stu, in the uh, Norwich Times paper that comes out once a week, uh, they have the uh, land transfers in there. And this past week, the transfers were in there from the uh, Byron Brook to the Norwich Redevelopment Agencies. And there's a list of properties in there. There must be uh, 12 different properties listed there. And they, they tally up to over a couple hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's taxpayers' money. No wonder people can't afford to live here in Norwich. Do, did you see that in the paper at all? Did no, I did not. I did not see that, no. No, I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I didn't I think get the that. Got to do some explaining on that one. There's several properties in there that are over two million dollars, and several for seven hundred and eighty some thousand dollars, and the properties anywhere from Scotland Road all the way down to Arkham. Well, it sounds like a lot of money to me. It sure is, and uh, we're the ones that are going to be paying for it. That's for sure. But it's too late now. It's already been transferred. They've already bought it. All right, sir. Anyway, I, I hope you know other people can uh, think on this one too, and maybe get on somebody's back and say, hey, "What the hell's going on here?" All right, so have a good day. You too. All to have a good day. We're going to have a news break, then we'll talk a little bit with Tony. He's with Gamblers Anonymous, and he's been through it. And uh, we'll talk about some things that are going on in the state to help people. And we'll get to our news in a moment. 
on Saturday, February 4th at 2 p.m., join Connecticut's 8th State Poet Laureate Antoinette Brimbell at the Lagura Center for an afternoon of poetry and a deeper look at the spoken word. Called a fierce poet at the peak of her powers, Antoinette will present her poems, reflect on the power of words for social change, and the importance of spoken word in the community. This free lecture is open to all, is co-hosted with the James Merrill House, and sponsored by the Connecticut Humanities. Got a news break, and then we'll talk about uh, gambling problems. More problems than you realize. I grew up in a neighborhood where there's a there was a bookie on every block. A lot of people having some problems there. Let's get to the news. Speaking of problems, Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 33DB in Norwich. We're on AM and FM, and it's now 11 o'clock and 32 degrees. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Now in the majority in the House, Republicans wasting no time delving into the crisis on the southern border. The House Judiciary Committee has held its first hearing on the situation. The committee chair, Ohio Republican Jim Jordan, notes that there have been more than four and a half million illegal crossings since President Biden took office. And frankly, I think it's intentional. I don't know how anyone with common sense or logic can reach any other conclusion. The Democrats' response? They accuse the Republicans of racism because the GOP wants to secure the border, choking off the flow of illegals and deadly drugs like fentanyl. Another day of difficult, if not impossible, travel across parts of Texas, along with portions of Arkansas, Mississippi, and Tennessee. A wave of ice storms leaving the roads hazardous, resulting in numerous flight delays and cancellations. The severe weather blamed for at least a half dozen deaths, but forecasters do expect things to start to improve later today. President Biden and members of Congress attended the National Prayer Breakfast in Washington. For the 71st year in a row, the nation's political leaders gathered to seek God's mercy and to pray. Spur us to humbly pray, Father, leaving our wrongful and divisive ways. President Biden, who cited Scripture's commandments to love God and others, said it's especially hard to love thy neighbor in today's political environment. It's easy to say it's hard to do, but in that commandment lies the essence of faith. Greg Clugston. Washington. After receiving pledges of tanks from the U.S. and Germany, Ukraine now asking the West, including the U.S., for fighter jets. Watching Wall Street, stocks are mixed. The Dow is down 72 points for the Nasdaq, trading 337 points higher, and the S&P is up 57 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. 
Energy giant Shell reporting record annual profits after energy prices soared last year following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. This is the highest profit in Shell's 115-year history. It is the highest profit ever recorded by a UK company of any kind. And obviously there is some outrage at these numbers when people are suffering and there are calls for even higher taxes on these companies. In the UK, they already pay 75% of any UK profits in taxes and an additional windfall tax. But 95% of the money Shell makes is from outside the UK and is taxed outside the UK. So politicians where it's domiciled are very frustrated that they don't seem to be able to get their hands on as much money as they would like. The BBC's Simon Jack. Israel hit targets in the Gaza Strip early today, hours after Palestinian terrorists fired a rocket into Israel. Townhall.com. A major health care provider runs afoul of the feds. It's all about customer privacy. The Federal Trade Commission has imposed a $1.5 million penalty on telehealth and prescription drug discount provider GoodRx Holdings for sharing users' personal health data with Facebook, Google, and other third parties without their consent. In a first-of-its-kind enforcement, California-based GoodRx also accepted that it will be prohibited going forward from sharing user health data with third parties for advertising purposes. Consumer protection advocates are hailing Wednesday's announcement as a potential game-changer that could seriously curtail a little-known phenomenon, the trafficking in sensitive health data by businesses not strictly classified as health care providers. Keith Peters reporting. The Federal Reserve is hiking its key short-term interest rate by a quarter point in a bid to fight inflation, the eighth rate hike since March. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome back to the program. This segment, I'm going to talk with my buddy Tony, who's been with us through the years. Uh, he helps uh, those with gambling problems because Tony's been there and uh, he went through some terrible times and now he represents Gamblers Anonymous to help people. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Stu, and thank you for this opportunity. I do have one quick question before we begin. Sure. Um, I was asked by one of our members in the public relations area if we could get a copy of this or is this being taped? Yes, you can. Uh, we have a podcast. Tony, so okay. after our interview at 3 okay. o'clock, that whole thing will be put on a podcast. Okay. And how you get to it, you go to WICH.com and link on to Stu's podcast. Okay, great. Thank you. It's a pleasure. If you have any trouble with that, get back to me and we'll make sure that you have a, a copy of this. I certainly will, and I'll let them know. Thank you. You know, I was thinking before we uh, picked up the phone with you, how many people you've probably helped through the years by coming on the program, probably more than you'll ever know. So let's see if we continue to do that. Now, you having a gambling problem, even though you haven't gambled in how long? 22 years. 22 years, but you still consider yourself, if uh, you bought one lottery ticket, it could kick it in again? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, it's not worth taking the chance and get those juices swelling again. So my medicine is to go to the meetings, talk to other people, and stay connected. So after 22 years uh, abstaining from gambling, you still go to your meetings? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I go to a few meetings a week. Um, I sponsor a couple of people. I have a good sponsor. And um, that's how we help each other. 
And uh, the whole theory behind it is if we all, you know, got, say, a year or, or several months and then said we didn't need the program anymore, then who's going to keep the doors open for the new person? The other mm-hmm. thing is we really need to hear what's going on currently from the newer people. Uh, you know, I, I haven't gambled in a long time. I'm not associated with that. I don't really pay attention too much to it. I know it exists. It, you know, we're bombarded with it. Um, but uh, to hear the stories and to get new people and for them to hear that it can work by, by showing them that, you know, you can get several years, you can help mm-hmm. your family, you can help yourself. So what is going on currently? Is it a, a change from, uh, you know, horse racing and betting on this, betting on that? Um, what, is there a trend in this? Well, the biggest trend um, that's sweeping across the country or already has is the access to online sports gambling. And most, I shouldn't say most, I don't know the number of states, but many states mm-hmm. have passed legislation that, um, and, and they're all different. Some you have to do it um, in person, some you could do it remotely, some you need to do it remotely within their state, and others you can do it uh, virtually anywhere. But uh, essentially you just get on your phone and uh, place a bet. Um, and, and you can make all kinds of multiple bets within games, things that really didn't exist before. Um, we don't really, in Campbell's Anonymous, we really don't comment on outside issues, but we have heard about uh, particularly younger people and new people to the program coming in and telling us you know, how instantaneous and how fast and how fast you can lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we're hearing more and more about uh, those trends. And, uh, you know, I see it at sporting events. I hear people around me, you know, and, uh, you know, in the old days you went to a bookie, you put a bet in, and then you watch the game and, you know, whether you won or lost. Now you could bet throughout the game. You could bet on individuals. You can – it's just uh, – it's a preponderance of uh, gambling. It makes, of, it makes it too easy. You don't have to go out in the snow. You can just sit there and uh, lose money that way. Just exactly like nothing. Yeah. In the days when you know when I did that, I um, had to call a bookie, and you had a week, and you had to pay, or you received payment. And um, you know sometimes they set limits on you, and other times they didn't. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know it was still troublesome. <clears throat> just a very different. Um, approach these days. I used to go to the bookies and they had a, a fake fruit stand. <laughs> so I would go into, you know, get a banana and then walk in the back and there all the bookies would be. But uh, this online thing, I don't even understand how it works. What do they do? Take your credit card uh, number first? or Sounds uh, dangerous. I really, oh, I really don't know the process. Um, Must it be dangerous. Electronic yeah. uh, debit cards, <clears throat> credit cards, or establishing a line of credit or mm-hmm. some sort, like a casino would, I, I'm assuming. When you go to these meetings, uh, you see very young people or older people? Is, is it a mix of many women? Um, well, the, the, it's a mix of men and women, um, not as many uh, women. Um, More men. Uh, in terms of the age group, um, it varies. Uh, you know, I've seen and currently see people uh, in their late teens and early 20s, not as many. Um, and then a lot of people mid-age and um, actually some people coming in, you know, in their 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Of course, get uh, in any a age. Quick, a real quick story and absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one of the local meetings, we met a gentleman who came in 
absolutely true story. At 89, mm-hmm. celebrated this year, wound up in a nursing home, passed away that particular year, you know, through complications. But uh, gambled throughout his life, didn't think he had a problem. Even when he came in, he didn't. He didn't think he did. He asked us why we did all these readings. And uh, you know, we had a lot of fun with him. And uh, But he worked hard. And, and I say to people, you know, it's never too late. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, somebody must have said, why don't you try this? I wish they had said it earlier to him. But uh, when we have a problem, and uh, how do you know you were, well, this, this is an important question that I always like to get in, is that how do you know if you have a problem? It's like some people can have a couple of drinks. It's not a problem. Some can't. But how do you know you have a gambling problem? Well, in the literature, what it says is only we, each one of us can make that decision. Um, what we've learned and what I've learned and what I've observed and seen and, and read about is how it affects you. It, 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 it's similar to other addictions. It's not so much that you're partaking in that uh, particular whatever it is, uh, whether it's drinking or, or drugs or, um, or gambling or whatever. It's how it's affecting you, how it's affecting you emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. I, for me, it's all I wanted to do. It was ever-present in my mind. It became a total obsession. Um, most things were put aside. Um, there's an expression that you give up everything for one thing and then you give up one thing for everything and the first one is the addiction and the second one is the process of recovery giving up the one addiction to have everything back in life or or new things in life but with the addiction you give up everything for that one thing and that's kind of what I did for many many years Uh, it was it was non-stop and um, it wasn't something that I ever thought I was going to uh, quit or abstain from. Um, uh, for many years, I never even tried. But then I guess the consequences are so bad that um, it's kind of oh, like... It affected a... my job. It affected my family. It mm-hmm. affected, clearly, my finances. Um, you know, I, um, I can't say I was actually in a depression, but um, I had moments where, you know, a lot of fear set in. I was afraid of the people I owed money to. Um, I was always trying to get uh, credit or, or take money from people or borrow money from people. Uh, it was wherever I could find mm-hmm. a source of, of money, whether legal or illegal, uh, whether authorized or not, or given permission or not, uh, I chose to go down um, those those avenues, and uh, you know, really didn't think about the consequences. It was more about the action that I wanted. So is so a the, lot of risk, a lot of risk taking. Yeah, I mean, is depression a component of that? Because all of a sudden, you know, you you owe everybody money, and uh, you see a, a marriage breaking up, and you're. Blowing all the dough and for the family, uh, do you oh, get Oh yeah, you're not putting food on the table. You're not paying your bills. Um, you have a post office box. You're always worried about when, what time the mailman is coming in. Uh, I mean, things are more electronic these days, but mm-hmm. uh, um, and and done differently. But those were all the those are all the processes. And uh, you know, for me, I um, what happened for me. <clears throat> hitting bottom or what, however I, I would term it, 
was that I just didn't want to lead the life anymore. So the lying, the cheating, the stealing, the deception, mm-hmm. it was wearing me out. And it went on for a long time. And I was a daily gambler for well over three decades. Um, and I gambled, you know, on horses. I gambled at the casino, and I and I gambled with bookies. Uh, probably a little less at the casino and more with the other two. But it really didn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you play keno or online gambling or bingo or poker or whatever. Um, it's it's how it affects you and how it affects your life. And for me, I was yes, uh, it was devastating. It took a lot from me. It took a lot from people. Uh, my loved ones, and I didn't show up to a lot of things. I was isolating myself from family and friends. So it, you know, it really became my life became very, very, very small and concentrated. And um, just had an awakening one day. We call it a spiritual awakening. Yeah, tell me I, about that awakening. That's an interesting story. Uh well, you know, specifically for me, I was on my way home a couple of days before Christmas. Uh, about three o'clock in the morning, I had blown all my money. I was at one of the casinos in Connecticut, and I was on my way home. And it was a cold winter night, and um, I had lost. Um, <clears throat> I had cashed some bad checks. I uh, finished going to a credit card, and I cashed my paycheck all at the casino and lost all of it. I was supposed to buy Christmas gifts for some children and family members, and um, so anyway, I uh, I'm driving home and. I, I don't know what hit me. I, I call it a spiritual awakening. Some people use that term. But I just stopped on the highway and started crying. Looked in the mirror and the rearview, after I stopped the car, I just looked in the rearview mirror mm-hmm. and uh, I just had this awakening that um, I didn't want this life anymore. I didn't want all, I didn't want all the... I didn't want all the things that went along with this life. It wasn't just placing the bed. It was, it was, as I said earlier, it was the devastation. It was what it took from me. And um, I went home, and a few days later, I uh, wound up at my first meeting. I said I wound up there because I believe I was guided there. My belief is uh, it was it was a spiritual guidance uh, to that meeting because, you know, left to the way I was, I was living and with my willpower and with my own decision making on these things, I probably would have tried to, you know, obtain more money however I could and continued. But something hit me. Thank God I for that. Yeah. And uh, I, I thank God I I did go out once, uh, just short of a year, and since then I haven't found it necessary. Uh, but I go to the meetings and I keep in touch with people and. I believe, as many of us do, that you know that's that's the medicine. That's just like taking medicine for a condition. You know, we uh, we need to hear, we need to share. Um, giving it away helps you keep it. People talk about that in most addiction programs, if not all. And it's kind of a paradox, but you know, basically, what it says is helping another person really helps yourself. And, so you're, uh, you're... And not, not just in recovery. Mm-hmm. So you went to Gamblers Anonymous, and from that day forward, you uh, didn't gamble. Did you have setbacks? Just the one. Uh, after about eight or nine months, <clears> I <throat> uh, had a small amount of money. Uh, my uh, wife was out of town, and um, I, I went to a horse track or a casino. I don't even remember. It's so long ago. Uh, like I said, I didn't have uh, much access. 
But what I did was I, I had lost the trust at home had been eroded, and then after eight or nine months it had been reestablished to at least some degree, mm-hmm. and I had to start all over again with that. And that was very important to me because of how it affected my family uh, financially, spiritually, you know, uh, emotionally. And, uh, and so the trust, again, well, it took a while um, uh, to, to regain, and, uh, and I did regain that. And uh, I remember my wife came to my uh, first year anniversary and was very proud of the fact that she didn't know how bad it had gotten um, until, you know, things really, you know, the IRS and the sure, bill the collectors. Debts, yeah. Oh, I oh, want to uh, talk about that. Also, with... some very uh, undesirable people showed up at our house a few times. Oh, boy. Yeah. It, that was pretty scary for both <clears> of us. I, I, I want to stay on this topic. i got to take a little break. Uh, all right, Tony, we'll be right back. Thank you. If you have a question for him uh, or you know somebody needs some help, uh, maybe today's the day. We'll be right back. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Can you safely treat a burn by yourself at home? I'll be right back with some things to know about burns. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Superficial and some partial thickness burns are the only types of burns that are appropriate for self-treatment. If you get a minor burn, immerse the area in cool tap water for 10 to 30 minutes. Clean the area with soap and water. If the skin is unbroken, apply a topical anesthetic. If the skin is broken, apply a topical antibiotic. Apply non-inherent dressing and change as needed. All other burns should be evaluated and treated by a doctor, especially chemical or electrical burns. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your help. At Hyde's Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn and garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. On Saturday, February 11th, Hyde's Home and Farm will be hosting a dog adoption event with Paws New England from 10 to 1. Come by and find your forever love. Check out our Facebook for all the details. Hyde's Home and Farm, 217 Atrabando Avenue in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. It's 1121, this segment of our program, talking about gambling problems with my friend Tony. So, Tony, you, you owe all this money, and you say some creepy people are coming around, and um, that's another thing. How, would, how do you ever pay it back? And people say, what's the use? But you can do it, right? Uh, yes. There, um, there's actually a wonderful portion of the program called the Pressure Relief uh, Program. Uh, it's contained within the program. It's one of the many benefits. And what it is is a, um, it's an approach to budgeting, and it's an approach to having um, – Contacting creditors, banks, IRS, whoever you owe money to, or individuals, and putting yourself on a budget. The key is that you do not rob from your family, so you're not trying to pay exorbitant amount of money or interest rates or finance charges at the expense of your family. So 
uh, there are there are a few people who are very very uh, astute at uh, teaching this and and uh, and conducting one of these. Uh, I've sat through a few of them, and it is a budgeting process. It is a choice making process, and then there are contacts made, and sometimes they extend to court, uh, going to court hearings, and getting a moratorium. Uh, these types of things so that you avoid uh, incarceration or court action uh, or you make um, restitution plans uh, with the court or, or with a company. And uh, most companies and finance uh, uh, arrangements, you know, they will freeze or, or waive some fees uh, temporarily or permanently. Uh, but the other thing it does is um, you're not taking food off the table. You're not denying your family. Um, and so you might be making very small amounts of payments to these companies, whatever you owe, but it's going to take a long time. And, and as the book says, sometimes it might take a lifetime, and that's absolutely the case um, for a lot of people. And people find it helpful because what it does is it reduces the pressure on the person, on their family, um, and, uh, and and as I said, most companies, uh, I'm no expert in this area, but most companies are amenable to going mm-hmm. along with some kind of payment plan as long as the person is committed to it. As long, as you're, making an, as long as you're making an effort, uh, that's the key. Exactly. Yeah. I hate to hear about those creepy people coming to your house. That must have been a very trying time, huh? Well, uh, yeah, there was a a fairly large sum of money I owed, and I had to uh, take it out of an account, and it took about a week to Mm -hmm. obtain. Um, And uh, they were getting a little antsy, the people I owed the money to, so they sent this very young, very uh, linebacker-type-sized person. Naturally, yeah. And he said, we're going to the bank, and I said, yes. And he said, I was told uh, the money's here. And I said, yes, it is. So he, uh, we got in his car. Well, he had to drive about a mile. We went to the bank. He stood outside. I handed him the money. But, you know, as a typical, for me anyway, as a typical compulsive gambler, I took out more than I needed because I didn't want to just pay him. And I wanted to be in good stead so I could continue, continue mm-hmm. with him. But I wanted to have some extra so that I could do some additional gambling. Um, and so just that just put me in the hole even more. Um, but you know, I I um, I just uh, I just continue. Well, I'm sh- I'm sure glad that you stopped because now you're helping other people. Did you lose your job because of your gambling habit? No, I did not. Uh, fortunately, um, I I've, I've always attended to my job. I may have altered the hours a little bit or missed a few days here and there, uh, but. Um, I managed to uh, to maintain my career and, and my job, and I'm grateful for that. So let's get to the nitty-gritty of how we can help people right now. So say I'm going to GA for the first time. What what do I expect? Well, for the first time, and, and this could be altered at different meetings, uh, but you go in and um, what we do is we do some readings from several of the books that we have, and then the new person is asked, the 20 questions, there are 20 questions to determine whether you believe you are a compulsive gambler or not. And the book um, suggests that if you say yes to at least seven of those questions, uh, that you are a compulsive gambler. We ask the person their opinion, and if they say yes, then we ask them for their date of 
that they last gambled, and it could be that, that day or the day before, or some rooms will ask them to use that particular day as their first day. And some people can't remember the date, so they'll just come up with a close date. Um, and then they get an opportunity to tell their story. They also get an opportunity to hear other people who've been in the program, whether for a short period of time or a long period of time. We exchange phone numbers, typically, and uh, we try to stay in touch with that person. Uh, what many people will say is the second meeting is the hardest to come to. And, um, you know, we say that sometimes, and people say, why, why is that? It was hard to get here originally because you've been exposed to this now, and we hope that you come back, and we'll call you during the week to see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. And typically, if the person does come back and makes a commitment and comes back again and comes back again, you know, that they, they really want this. It's, you know, it's not a matter of need, or else our rooms would be, you know, ten times the size of the, that they are. But it's really something that, um, that people want. And, you know, after the betting um, slows down, I mean, slows down. After the betting stops, after the abstinence occurs, that's when the recovery starts thinking in. That's when people can make changes in their lives. And, and that's what we talk about. We talk about all the different things and aspects of our lives that we can clean up, uh, make ourselves better people, uh, be kinder to other people, be more caring, be more generous. Those are the spiritual pieces of the program. And if you do those things and you keep going to meetings and you get a sponsor or you are a sponsor and you stay in touch, you know, chances are you will, you will stay, you will remain abstinent and in recovery. So it's not a matter of just stopping. It's a matter of stopping mm -hmm. and then giving yourself the opportunity to grow in many, many ways. And there are so many opportunities. Just like other addictions, I'm sure there's a withdrawal period and, uh, does, does that ever go away? It, you know, it's very individual, Stu. Some people mm -hmm. um, go out in and out constantly for, for a period of time, and, and you reach out and you hope that they will come back. Other people have been in and out for a few years and struggle. I, I knew a gentleman who was in and out for a 20-year period, and now he's got 10 years uh, of great. solid recovery. Mm -hmm. So uh, everybody's very individual with um, the length of time or or how often or if they have a slip or you know anything like that very very individual do you stay away from temptation I mean uh, do you go to the casino or would you go where they're buying a million lottery tickets or anything like that the only time um, I and I have to be honest the only time I've been to the casino was I went to uh, pick up a pizza and I really didn't go in the gaming area I just went down the escalator picked up the pizza and went home um, and then I was with a few people once uh, a couple of years ago, family. I was with about 20 people, and they had a little dinner. Um, it was decided to have it there, and I didn't, feel, I didn't feel threatened by being there, so I felt okay. But if I wasn't okay, I would, I would not have gone because they know I'm in the program. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we, we, the book says, and we generally suggest to people, not to associate with old acquaintances who are gambling or who continue to gamble, not go near gambling establishments. You're just putting yourself, you're just putting yourself in arm's way. I yeah. mean, it's like hanging around a bar if, if there's a problem with mm -hmm. alcohol. Um, you know, sooner or later, those things 
you know, might be temptations. Uh, it really, again, kind of an individual uh, type of thing. I, I do know people who go to a concert every now and then who have lots of years of recovery. But particularly if you're new or, or if you're troubled by that or if it was a place that you gamble a lot at, you know, we suggest you stay away. I know that when I used to see people, well, you know, we've had mega million jackpots up to over a billion dollars, and I'd see people lining up and throwing yep. all kinds of money in that one. That's uh, when you look at the odds, my goodness. But that's a, oh, that's a tough temptation. <laughs> that's a tough one. I usually don't buy a ticket unless it's at least a billion dollars, you know. <laughs> but uh, so. You know, so many forms of gambling. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Give me an example of some of the 20 questions that you ask, that if people if check a lot of them, that means, you know, you got a problem. Oh, sure. Um, we ask uh, questions like, did you lose time from work or school due to gambling? Uh, did gambling make your life, uh, your home life unhappy? Did you uh, gamble to get more money? Uh, after losing, did you did you return as soon as possible to win back your money? And after winning, did you uh, did you want to go back? Um, did you ever commit uh, consider self destruction or suicide as a result of your gambling? Um, did it affect your family? Um, did you lose sleep sleep time over gambling? Do frustrations and other types of emotional upset? cause within you an urge to gamble. That's that's about half of them mm-hmm. uh, right there. Um, but, you know, they, 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 like if you ask an average person who, who didn't gamble, they're not going to answer yes to any of those uh, because this really has to do with um, yeah. the compulsive gambling. Compulsive gambling, sure. How we think. Oh, I think. I mean, it really moved me when I think one of the first times I had uh, a segment on the program about gambling, and this uh, gentleman said that he uh, he couldn't stand it anymore. He went in the barn. He had a loaded gun. Yep. He put it up to his temple, and uh, he had an epiphany. Thank God. And he he got help right after that. And then another person you may know this one. Uh, was winning something like eight to nothing in a baseball game, and he had bet a lot of money. And uh, the other team came back and won the game, and he was going to jump off, you know, in the upper deck in oh. New York. Yep. And these stories are unbelievable. So uh, whatever you're doing, it certainly helps people. Now, you we mentioned when I talked to you off the air that there are more places to go for people to get help now in Connecticut. Uh, we have about. 30 meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, people also participate, and this was as a result of COVID. There were many Zoom and conference call type meetings, and some people participate across states or across the world. Uh, there are many virtual meetings. Most, most meetings have come back in person or a hybrid meeting, but there are people who, in, in addition to the ones that they do in person or virtually in the state of Connecticut, or Massachusetts, uh, they will also participate in someone, uh, some meetings that go to across many states, or they've met people from you know different countries or whatever, and they continue to go on those. 
it's not necessarily that you always have an opportunity to speak because I understand there is you know quite a few people on them, but they say that they get they've obtained a lot of good information and hear some different perspectives. It must be comforting to know that you're not alone when you go with this because people have a tendency, oh, can there can't be anybody like me, but then you oh realize God, a lot of people. It's so common. Uh, it, it, yeah, when I went in, I was like, well, nobody did this, nobody did that, mm-hmm. nobody can be this bad. And then you hear the stories. And then you hear stories, and, and, and it's not so much the stories, it's the emotions. It's the identification with the feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first got in and, and I had those thoughts, I was like, wow, that gentleman, that woman, they think like I think. They did some of the similar things that I did. They got in the same kind of trouble that I did. Um, they were trying to escape. They were trying to escape their feelings. They were trying to cope with life and weren't coping very well and turned to gambling. I'm sure you hear this a lot, that, well, if I could just make a big hit, but it's never enough, is it? It's, it's, it's never enough. Um, personally, I, I can attest to that, and, and, you, and we hear... We hear story after story after story. You know, um, the average person or a family member might say, "Oh, you won so much money. Why didn't you leave the casino or the track or whoever?" Um, you know, and uh, one of the first things, you know, oh, I hit as soon as I went in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. did you go home? <laughs> well, no, I want to keep playing. <laughs> um, you know, for me, it was yeah, it was it was it was the action. It was the escape. Uh, not dealing with life. Um, no, now I got to go back home and deal with things. I've only been here ten minutes. Didn't matter how much I won. Uh, you know, so, I was always yeah. Tony. I was always just close to that line, walking. And the last time I gambled was uh, I don't know, fifteen years ago. And it was because I was rolling the dice, and I was, I had a very big hot streak, and I ended up blowing all the money back. And I said to myself, I don't feel good about this. I'm very uncomfortable. Why am I doing this? And I was hating myself. Why didn't you just take the money? And I said, you know, I don't think I'm going to gamble for a while because it just doesn't make me feel good. So that was close to the line, I think. It, 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 it does sound, it sounds like that, and you had the soundness of mind and feelings to say, you know, maybe this isn't something I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have that kind of filter. It was uh, to do anything, I mean, anything to, you know, I know the Super Bowl's coming up, you know, it oh, would yeah. be, it, that would be, and, and, and the rest of the day would be a disaster for me because it, it wouldn't be anything about, Having people over or having a party, it would just be the obsession of uh, of uh, gambling and how much and winning or losing. And then um, I remember, I, I don't remember which one it was. I was with my wife. We were at a a club or a bar or something. Uh, they had some special event, and I was losing terribly. And I just went home and got in bed and just put the sheets over my head. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it wasn't that late. Um, I just couldn't deal with. Uh, how much I lost, the way I lost, and um, it was, uh, and yeah, you know, I, I don't want those feelings today. And you yeah, know, today no, it's not a good feeling. I, I understand. So, Tony, um, what's the best? There's a phone number to call, or the best oh, way absolutely. somebody can help get help. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's eight five five two 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 five five four two, 
and you can get all kinds of help. You can get directions. You can get the meeting list, um, and you can find out more about gambling. Sometimes uh, people call who are family members, and uh, we talk about Gammonon. Mm-hmm. So we, we give them referrals to to different what – we, what we don't do is, you know, we're not a suicide hotline or anything like that, but we do refer people uh, to the appropriate sources um, that that – it, within our limitations. So it's got to do with gambling, meetings, um, somebody wants to talk about their problem or their family problem, we have people who man the phones and who do listen and and uh, direct people to uh, meetings if, if that's what the call is for. Tony, you're, it's always a pleasure to speak with you and all the best to you and your family. And um, I'm proud of you, 22 years. Uh, that's great well, thank stuff. You, Sue, and this is a great opportunity and uh, the more people listen, the more awareness. You know, there's a lot of awareness going on. We have a, if I have another minute or two, we have a great public relations group there. Um, all of us, you know, between radio and internet and um, materials, conferences, uh, sitting in on meetings. Uh, there's a lot of uh, coalition building across the state. Uh, with all facets of uh, the helping profession, not just Gambles Anonymous, the State Council, and, and all kinds of groups. Uh, and uh, people are trying to work together toward the, uh, toward the common goal or the common mission to attract people and, um, you know, because it's a very lonely disease and often, oftentimes, and it's not as well acknowledged or uh, or publicized mm-hmm. um, as other addictions, and so we're trying to make a concerted effort to get the message out there that there is help, there is hope, uh, you can recover, and you can lead you know a pretty ordinary life and a good life. Well, that's great, great words. Can I, I give you the website address as yeah, well? Yeah, of course. Okay, it's mm-hmm. DTMA. DT, did you say? DT, G- Connecticut. GT. MA for math. Because we serve Western Mass, mm-hmm. GA at yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. Yes. You know, Tony, I bet people even bet on the uh, groundhog. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm well, he did. I guess he did see his shadow. Hey, take care of yourself, and it's good to oh, talk thank to you. you. So much, Sue, and uh, I will share about the podcast information. Um, yes, we sir. have an intergroup meeting uh, next Monday night, and I'll share how this call went as well. Thank you. Okay, WICH.com, and uh, later on you'll see the, the Stu's podcast, and you should be able to find it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hi, Tony. All the best to you, Stu. You too. Tony, helping out others. He's been through it. 22 years, uh, hasn't gambled. And you can see what gamblers go through. Believe me, I've got firsthand growing up in an environment like that. So uh, I'd like to have Tony on at least once a year. 895252. We'll be right back. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. Have you ever had one of those days your alarm goes off, you look at the clock through half-shut eyes wondering if you can grab an extra hour of sleep? But now the dog knows you're up, and he's making it quite clear he's got to go out. Now. So you leash him up, open the front door, and there's a foot of snow in your driveway. 
Guess who wasn't making their 9 o'clock appointment? Should have gotten a Boss Snow Plow at BH Trailers and Plows. Yes, Boss Snow Plows have the power to get you through life's unexpected delays. Like the Boss DXT with its patented dual trip design. It combines trip edge and full moldboard trip technologies, enhancing plow protection when striking hidden obstacles. Or the Boss Super Duty with its cast iron plow shoes that extend the life of the cutting edge. I could go on and tell you all about the other great Boss products. But you have to go shovel your driveway. Get everything boss at BH Trailers and Plows and Plainfields. Or check out their inventory online at bhtrailersandplows.com. BH Trailers and Plows. WICH. you got a plow. Now. Now is uh, 33 degrees. Don't ever give up on giving up gambling. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, yeah, Stu. Yes, sir. I would just like to thank the mayor of Norwich for supporting the working stiffs on this last election. And I think others should call in and congratulate him for doing a great job supporting us. All right, sir. I I hope he's listening. I know he listens a lot. Thank you. Yes, I know he listens, and I, I hope he hears the message. We, we appreciate his support. And uh, maybe now we can get on to something else like that roundabout situation. <laughs> and uh, I don't believe he's in favor of it. No, he's not. He's not surely the city manager is, and he's out in left field. Well, there's been a stall on it, so I suspect it's not going to be as... Uh, as comprehensive as you think it is or may not even happen so there's a little sunshine coming through there well apparently what the mayor says that the city manager he's he's involved in the parking commission or something in Norwich and uh we've talked about these school buses and and seat buses blocking up traffic on route 82 and uh there's an easy answer to that one but apparently they don't understand just put the bus in these parking lots to pick up and drop off rather than block up Route 82. It's a, it's an intelligent, sensible way of going about it, but apparently this, the uh, city manager doesn't see the light. All right, sir. Thanks okay, for calling. Thank you. Goodbye. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Yeah, roundabouts. They better they better get rid of well, them. Let's not get aggravated about that. That's kind of gone away for a while. Yeah, well, particularly, and also <clears throat> the one-lane road. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I drive on Route 82 a lot because I live off of, off of New London Turnpike, and um, there, there's often a lot of traffic in both. Um, and also, like, I don't know whether Wendy's is going to be um, knocked down because of a roundabout, but... Um, I have seen in that drive-through, um, yeah, cars on the road. Also at Dunkin' Donuts. Well, the public is the public has been hurt, and it doesn't look like it's materializing anywhere near the, what it could have been. But what I wanted, I I was I was on hold, and I kind of caught some of it based on what you were saying. Um, this was the last hour mm-hmm. about somebody somebody who had someone they loved that might be suicidal. Yes. For everyone that is suicidal, there is a number to call. It's very simple, 988. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And somebody there will help you find help for mm-hmm. how you're feeling. Because I always feel that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. You said all you need is to dial... It will never go away, but it will. No, all you need is to dial three numbers, 988, you said? Yeah, now, it used to be a really long number, but now they've changed it, and it's 988. And I really, you know, if you're 
gambling too much and you know you you've embezzled from your boss which unfortunately now that we have the casinos that's happened a lot more often I think in this area um, and, and you don't think that, you know you're going to be able to make it call that number before you you know call Gamblers Anonymous but also call that mm -hmm. 988 number and there'll be somebody there that'll help you through it um, that was very helpful I, I wasn't, know when uh... I, my son was when my son was in school um, a 10 year old committed suicide yeah um, mm -hmm. one of his classmates and, you know, we, we tried to say, you know, we told them it was an accident, but they all figured out it was a suicide. How it's happened, I don't know. Because I felt that the kid probably thought, I'll just kill myself, and then they'll be sorry, because he just had a fight with his parents. You know, and, and then they'll be sorry, not realizing that it was permanent. You know, I, and I want to believe that, but he didn't realize exactly what he was doing. And then someone, it was, it was a colleague, and his office was next to mine. And, you know, um, the devastation that I felt, I mean, I wasn't close to him. We were just acquaintances. But it's just so permanent. Oh, it's horrible. That, and, uh, you know, a lot of kids are horrible, picked horrible. on. Mm -hmm. You know, those are two that, I, that I'll talk about right now. Um, suicides that I've had a part, like, felt a part of. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, I know I was numb for weeks, especially after the, the colleague, um, his office, I'd have to go by his office to get to mine. And you just think, like, how sad that yeah. this person thought that there was, there was no hope. So, um, All right, we, well, thank you for that. Suicidal, 988. 988, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hope we never need to use it, but if you really are feeling that way, why not call 988 or you know someone who will give you some good advice. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. I had a number here I wanted to give Joey and any veteran out there. It's in my husband's VA handbook, and it's Veterans Crisis Line, but it's for anything because it says Veterans Crisis Line connects veterans families or friends, um, with Caring Department of Veterans Affairs responders. Okay, give me the number. Okay, 1-800... Excuse me, 1-800-273-8255. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Hi, welcome to the program. Hello, you're on the air. Okay, nobody there. I have some time. It's 10 minutes to do. I thank Susan for that number, and I thank our previous caller for the other number, but uh, 1-800-273-8255 for veterans who are having emotional problems. There are a lot of people that can help you. And the number for Gamblers Anonymous is 855-222-5542. I'll save these numbers. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. There is a department, State Department of uh, Mental Health and Addiction Services on Uncas on Thames. Now, um, if you could get some guests from uh, that department, but people are uh, don't want to uh, seek help, even though they have all these supports, and for some reason. Joey 
will always call you because he can get through. And you let him talk and whatever, but he's not accepting um, help. This is what I'm gathering when I hear. So uh, you enable him, and sometimes I think you make a fool of him. Really? Let- no kidding. That's, that's odd you said that. Yes. By letting him go on and on and on and on. So, well, he has uh, gotten help. You're enabling he... him, and he's not accepting professional help. So, what do you want me to hang up on him? Would you like me to do that? Well, you're not a professional in that area. Of course, area. I'm not a professional, but I'm not going to hang up on him. No, it's for entertainment. I try that's to encourage him. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's your opinion. That's fine. Okay, bye. Bye. Hmm. I'm an enabler. It is uh, 8 till noon at WICHAM and FM. Let's uh, hear from you. You have any gamblers in the family that uh, maybe we could help? I guess you kind of know by now if they are addicted. We'll take another call coming up. This is a shout-out to all you lonely singles ages 62 to 78. Jeffrey's Extravaganza presents Baby Boomer Speed Dating. Come for the thrill and excitement of meeting up to 16 new romantic interests face-to-face. Ditch those dating apps and online websites. Statistics indicate 3 in 10 encounters are a match. So what are you waiting for? Enjoy one free beverage and free hors d'oeuvres. Where, when, and how much, you say? Valentine's Day, of course, February 14th, 2 p.m., Christopher's Cafe in Groton. All this for only $96. Reservations necessary. Prepayment required. Your ship is sailing. Call Jeffrey today, 860-861-1667. W-I-C-H, welcome to the program. Well, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Hey, we're doing okay. Doing the best we can. How are you doing? How many lines do you have when you have people calling you? I have two lines, and when one when I'm talking, say, to you, and another call is beeping in, I just put it on hold. Oh, I didn't know if you had more than two. Um, I have a quick question about a song. Um, sure. Perhaps, maybe today, if you, if you know the song and you know the person. Um, do you know Bobby Bear? Yep. Of him, do you have do you have you ever heard this song or do you have this song? It's called "Drop Kick Me Jesus Through the Goalposts of Life." I've heard of it. "Drop Kick Me Jesus Through the Goalposts of Life." Goalposts of Life. Mm-hmm. Whether I can get whether I can find it is another thing, but I've definitely heard of the song. Yeah. I heard it. I heard it recently on. I think it was part of a movie, a part of a, an a opening mm-hmm. music to a movie recently that I got on my TV, and I thought, wow. I wrote it down. And I thought, well. Then I went to listen to it at the library, and I have heard, I mean, I've heard it anyway, but I thought, well, maybe you have it also, perhaps. I wish I did, especially so close to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my request, if you happen to have it. So how's everything in your world? You ready for the frost, the freeze? Oh, I know. It's terrible. I, I'm going to try walking today. I, I missed up walking yesterday because I was at the library. Mm-hmm. I used to go most afternoons, like mid to late afternoons, and it was beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> pink sky last night, too, around around sub, uh, sunset time. But I'm going to try today, but not tomorrow and Saturday. It's a good day to get the walk in. I agree with you. i got to do it because when days that I don't walk, I just don't feel right. 
I yeah, just, something the, missing when you don't get out there yeah, and I figure somehow I'm get outside. Sitting around too much, so I got to move a little bit. That's right. So, um, okay, if you happen to think, uh, uh, if you, uh, otherwise, if you have, um, what is it? Oh, I know you probably have, I think I've heard it. We believe in happy endings. We believe in happy endings? Emily, you don't have that one either? No. Uh, Emily Lou Harris Emily and Lou Earl, Harris. Con- Earl Thomas Connolly as the <clears> duo. Let me write these down. Okay. We believe in it's a beautiful song. I listened to that yesterday. It's a beautiful duet from them. Um, okay. We okay. believe in happy okay. endings. I like the title. That's good. Yeah, it's a beautiful, very beautiful. If you happen to, can you locate one of those two? Maybe. I'll give it a shot for you, Candy. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, Welcome. Good morning. Hello, Father Stu. Hello, Benny. Listen. Listen, I'm uh, I'm going to try to be your defense lawyer. Oh, you don't have to defend me, but you can. <laughs> I know. Is this pro bono? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying for a little humor. Yeah. And uh, what Maria said, uh, I've met Maria, and she's a nice person. But you know, the fact that you know you're in a very whatever position, fill in the blank, you can't make anybody do any get any help and sometimes you know i just told my wife and my wife told me sometimes people can't help other people um, yeah it doesn't always work but you can at least try to give him some uh, direction on where to go and who to call of course yeah mm-hmm. and, and you've been trying so yep you know i didn't understand her statement but you know if that's the way she feels that's okay <laughs> yeah okay you you got thick skin anyway. Uh, let me see. Well, okay. All right. Thanks. Goodbye. Thanks, buddy. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, good afternoon, Stu. French fry here. Hey, French fry. <laughs> What's happening? Well, kind of glad that Larry talked about the elephant in the room for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned that a couple of months ago to you and asked you to get a guest on for people that have a drinking problem. Uh, he definitely needs some help. I don't believe that you're an enabler, but might have been something more that someone could have done a long time ago because he's been like this for a long, long time. I feel bad for him. I really do. But he needs he needs to get some help. Maybe this is the wake-up call. Well, it's been a while since I've had somebody from uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, and uh, I guess, guess it's time to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you got the gamblers thing going on, and time maybe you could put them in touch with somebody that can help them. Uh, and my heart goes out to Kevin and his sister. Yeah. Um, I went through the radiation treatment about a year and a half ago for cancer, and came out of it came out of it very well. But the Bacchus Hospital has a has programs that they could get a hold of the oncology department at the Bacchus Hospital. I'm sure they could. Uh, they have these meetings and whatnot, and mm-hmm. uh, they could help the people before, before and after death. Yes, I think they do. Well, as a matter of fact, yeah, yeah. yep, they do. I sat there looking at the sign for nine mm-hmm. weeks straight. <laughs> but well, I'm glad anyway, you're doing okay. Uh, I said I'm glad you're doing okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Well, let's enjoy today. Day in the neighborhood. Before we All get right. into the igloos. All right, thank you. All right, kids. Later. French Fry is his nickname. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I I wanted to say, with my son, this has been going on a very long time, 
during uh, he's been in the service it was tough you know when you're picking up bodies and putting them in body bags of so course I mean, it's he's tough. been getting help from the VA yeah you know he's got a disability gets a small check from them for disability and um I I really think too that sometimes he wants attention and um you know I've took classes in psychology because I, I needed to. He must have post-traumatic stress syndrome, I would imagine. Oh, oh yeah, and plus, plus um, uh, he's schizophrenic, too. So oh, The poor guy. But, is, yeah, but I did, uh, I did touch base with him about an hour ago, mm-hmm. and he says, Mom, I'm okay, I'm resting today. Good. And so, you know, but you, um, you can't really feel sorry, but you can't, be me neither. You know what I mean? You've no, I'm not going to hang up on somebody who's in trouble. Listen, i got to oh, get God. to the news. But thank yeah. you for calling. i got to get right. to the news. Bye-bye. Hey, we got a lunchtime oldies. Right? Coming up. WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94. It's coming up to noon. It's 34 degrees. And uh, let's find out what's happening. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A mass of ice, sleet, and snow lingering across much of the southern U.S. as thousands in Texas endure freezing temperatures today with no power. National Weather Service forecaster Bob Orovec says at least there is some good news on the way. There's definitely relief in sight for parts of the southern plains that have been receiving a lot of ice and sleet over the past few days. Barrier precipitation over north Texas right now should be moving eastward, so by this afternoon, it looks like the freezing rain will have come to an end. A website tracking a utility called Power Outage reports that more than 390,000 customers were without power early today. Former President Trump told the Salem Radio Network that he declassified those sensitive documents that were recovered by the FBI at his home in Florida. Just so you know, very nice. I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, President of the United States, I had the power to declassify. They didn't. Uh, I didn't take anything from being a senator. And Mr. Trump said the Justice Department's handling of his case and President Biden's documents proves there are, in his words, two standards and two sets of justice in this country. Facebook parent company Meta has posted another quarter of declining revenue, hurt by a downturn in the online advertising market and competition from rivals such as TikTok. Meta says it earned $4.65 billion in the final three months of 2022. That's down 55% from $10.29 billion a year earlier. Revenue fell 4% to $32.17 billion from $33.67 billion. Analysts were expecting $31.55 billion. This correspondent Jeremy House reporting, despite the poor revenue figures, the company's stock soared in extended trading as its revenue beat Wall Street's muted expectations, and the Menlo Park, California-based company announced a $40 billion stock buyback. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 161. More from townhall.com. Do you know that the average price of a used car is up over 40% from just a year ago? The cost of living has gone up, and the cost for auto repairs is rising as well. The car you have needs to last you longer than ever. So if your vehicle has less than 150,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire, or with no warranty coverage at all, you need to call CarShield at 800-523-8667. We've just announced a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle service plan to help save thousands of dollars on out-of-pocket expenses for future auto repairs. While the cost for new and used cars continue to go up, CarShield offers protection plans at an all-time low. 
Drivers who activate their plan today will also receive 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, courtesy towing and emergency tire, battery, and key lockout service. Call 800-523-8667 today to save 20% on your plan. That's 800-523-8667. Keep your car protected. Call 800-523-8667. Again, 800-523-8667. Eroding wildlife habitat leading to more and more encounters between humans and dangerous animals in the state of California. A five-year-old boy who was attacked by a mountain lion in the northern part of the state is home now. From the hospital, here's correspondent Donna Warder. The boy's aunt, Amy Wagner, tells KGO the attack happened Tuesday while her nephew was hiking with his family on a trail in San Mateo County. Jack, being the little ball of energy that he is, got a little bit ahead of his mom and grandparents and must have frightened the mountain lion. Fortunately, it was a juvenile. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife says the child's mom lunged at the cat and it let the boy go. The boy's aunt says he has cuts and bruises all over his body. He was released from a hospital a day after the attack. I'm Donna Water. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. In Florida, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis says his state will have enough money to withstand a national economic downturn while still being able to provide tax breaks. DeSantis released his proposed $15 billion budget Wednesday with promises of sales tax relief on items like pet food and children's books and gas stoves. DeSantis, who will likely run for president next year, also used the announcement to make political jabs. Republicans have expressed outrage since a study suggested gas stoves could cause health problems and some have questioned whether they should be banned. DeSantis said liberals are coming after stoves and he wants to provide an incentive to buy them. Keith Peters reporting. U.S. applications for jobless benefits fell again last week to their lowest level since April. The Labor Department says applications for jobless aid in the U.S. for the week ending January 28th fell by 3,000 last week to 183,000. More of these stories at townhall.com. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Today, a very pleasant day, mostly sunny, breezy, highs in the upper 30s to near 40 along the shoreline. Tonight, partly cloudy, chance for a snow shower or a snow squall around 3 a.m. with the passage of an Arctic cold front. Temperatures start dropping. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, windy. Temperatures peak after midnight in the 30s, then drop through the 20s into the teens by tomorrow morning's commute. By the evening commute, they'll go from the teens into the single digits. Wind chill values drop, too. At night, it will feel more like 10 to 30 degrees below zero. Saturday, sunny, Breezy, decreasing wind, very cold. Temperatures in the mid to upper teens. Temperatures remain steady or rise at night. And then Sunday, a mixture of sun and clouds. Breezy, trending milder. Highs in the low 40s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday.
Eric Carmen, he's got hungry eyes. My dog had hungry eyes, I tell you right now. If you give him scraps, his eyes would be, you could see that hunger. Welcome to the lunchtime oldie break with Stu. Here's my favorite sing along song, it's called Sukiyaki. melody, huh? That's a singer by the name of Kayu Sakamoto was the biggest selling recording artist in Japan back in the early 60s, and uh, we borrowed that song from him. It became a big hit here. Hey, how about a little uh, rousing music by the Kingston Trio? Woo! 
we went one day about a month ago to have a little fun in Mexico we ended up in the gambling spot where the liquor flowed and the dice were hot so here we are in the Tijuana jail ain't got no I was shooting dice, raking in the dough, and then I heard a whistle blow. It started to run when a man in blue said, Senor, come with me, cause I want you. So here we are in the Tijuana jail, ain't got no So here we are in the Tijuana jail. Ain't got no friends to go our bill. So here we'll stay, cause we can't pay. Just send our mail to the Tijuana jail. So here we They're happy. They're in jail. They're singing together. Kingston Trio, WICH was still 33 degrees. Hey, we got a big weekend of music. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. 
The Breeze Line Winter Cinema Series is underway at The Guard in New London. Their state-of-the-art digital projection system creates the best movie viewing in the region. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick, and more critically acclaimed, Oscar-nominated, and Golden Globe-winning movies. A limited number of season passes are available for only $65. Go to guardarts.org for more information and the movie lineup. Sponsored in part by the C-Core Auto Group, Hall Communications, and Blueprints Unlimited. The Breeze Line Winter Cinema Series going on now at The Guard in New London. If you'd like a pair of tickets to The Guard, one of their great movies, we'll send you the list of the movies available for you to see. Let's take caller number three at 889-5252, and we'll send you a pair of tickets see one of the great movies at The Guard. Caller number three, 889-5252. Did you ever see starlight come rushing from the skies? Heading for home in a circle, someone's eyes, Uh uh-huh. That's my baby, talking about my baby, and I love him. He's a walking miracle. He's a walking miracle. Did you ever see sunshine come pouring out of space? Just to be part of the smile on someone's face, Uh uh-huh. That's my baby, talking about my baby, and I love him. He's a walking miracle. He's a walking miracle. And you should see cherries do flips, oh yeah. When the picture be the taste on his lips, oh yeah. And I know how happy his clothes must be. That's how I feel when he is close to me. Did you ever see loving that really runs a bell? Kooky and crazy like Romeo himself, uh-huh. That's my baby, talking about my baby, and I love him. He's a walking miracle. He's a walking miracle. And you should see cherries do flips, oh yeah. When the picture be the taste on his lips, oh yeah. When he is close to me. Did you ever see loving that really rings a bell? Kooky and crazy like a Romeo himself, uh huh. That's my baby, talking about my baby, and I love him. He's a walking miracle. He's a walking miracle. He's a walking miracle. That's great. He's a walking miracle. We say he'd love to be, she'd love to be his clothes because they're all so close to him. Anyway, anyway, congratulations to Ken of Norwich. He won himself a pair of tickets to the Guards Arts Center as they're having their big movie month with some of the great movies of the past year and uh, a lot of them up for Academy Awards. We got another pair of tickets to give away very soon on our program. So I hope you will uh, stick around for that. Keep in mind the number when we have a contest is 889-5252. Here's Dion Ruby. Actually, it's the Drifters version. Excuse me.
Originally, it was done by the Drifters, and then later on, Dion had a hit with that same song, almost the same arrangement, too. I guess a good song can travel through the years with different artists and uh, remains a big hit. There it is. 23 minutes afternoon, we'll play something weird from the vault a little bit later on in the program today. We like to mix them up a little bit different. Maybe some things that you haven't heard in a, a very, very long time. When was the last time you used Western Union? <laughs> Been a while, huh? Here's a song called Western Union. Things went wrong today. Bad news came away. I woke up to find that I had blew my mind. Knocking at my door, selling me a store. Fifteen cents a word to read, a telegram I didn't need. Says she doesn't care no more, think I'll throw it on the floor. Got your cable just today, kill my groove, I've got to say. Western Union Now you've gone away and how it's sad to say you've gone I remember what they said Now I'm going out of my head Telegram just had to say, you've learned your lesson all the way. Telegram just had to say, you've learned your lesson all the way. 
Western Union. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. They're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310. I haven't played this song in a very, very long time. No, but I'm going to play it now from 1968. Aquarius. Even Aquarius. Used to call it Aquarium. Let the fish shine on.
That is the fifth dimension in the Twilight Zone. From the uh, motion picture in the Broadway show, Hair. Did you ever see that? I mean, I had hair when that was popular. Let's go to 1955. It, you know, it's maybe you weren't born then, but this is the kind of music we were listening to. If you tuned into WICH in 1955... I think, was I on then? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, you would hear songs like this. The Fontaine Sisters. Say no, 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 everybody knows. I thought you knew hearts made of stone. Yes, hearts of stone will cause you pain. the Perry Como show for a number of years. They also were his backup singers. A great group. Had hits on their own and hits with Perry. The Fontaine Sisters and Hearts of Stone. Well, we, um, this was suggested earlier if I had this particular song. It was done by Bobby Bear. I, I guess it's from a movie. It's called uh, Drop Kick Me Jesus. Here it goes. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life End over in neither left nor to right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life Make me, oh make me Lord more than I am Make me a piece in your master game plan Free from the earthly tempestion below I've got the will, Lord, if you got the toe Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life End over in neither left nor to right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me, Jesus, 
to the goalposts of life Bring on the brothers who've gone on before And all of the sisters who knocked on your door All the departed dear loved ones of mine Stick them up front in the offensive line Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life End over in neither left nor to right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life End over in neither left nor to right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life Yeah, drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life End over in... That's an interesting song by Bobby Bear. Bobby Bear. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. Frankie Avalon was so popular that he said... I could do anything and I'd have a hit. So he actually was holding his nose when he recorded this song. It's called Gingerbread. You're kind of naughty, but you're naughty and I say Gingerbread, 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 gingerbread. You're full of sugar, you're full of spice. You're kind of naughty, but you're naughty and nice. My heart does freeze each time I'm with you, but your mama says you're much too young today. We meet on the corner and we share a kiss or two. How long did your mama think we'd wait, wait, wait? Gingerbread, 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 gingerbread. Gingerbread, 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 gingerbread. You're full of sugar, you're full of spice. You're kind of naughty, but you're naughty and nice. Mama think we'd wait, wait, wait. Gingerbread, 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 gingerbread. You're full of sugar, you're full of spice. You're kind of naughty, but you're naughty and nice. It's an interesting word, isn't it? Naughty. Sometimes I hear a word and I'm thinking, man, where did that one come from? You're naughty, but you're nice. That's Frankie Avalon, W-I-C-H with Stu. I've seen him in person. He's got the greatest hair ever. He's so proud of that. He hasn't... No, there's no balding in his family. Mm-mm. Got a Beach Boys song. Always good to hear them do it again.
So I went searching into the vault where we have, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of uh, great music or some not so great. I like to find something that I've never heard before, or maybe you haven't either. And we can all hear it for the first time. This is a song by the Buffalo Bills and Shirley Jones. I mean, I've heard the song before, but nothing like this particular arrangement. So this is what I, you know, I dusted it off. Looks like it hasn't been played since 1910. The Buffalo Bills and Shirley Jones, Light a Rose, and Will I Ever Know You. Here we are, probably hearing this for the first time. Light a rose, I'm home again, Rose, to get the sun back in the
Buffalo Bills and Shirley Jones. <laughs> I don't tell you where they, these things come from. It's amazing, but she has a pretty voice, uh, Shirley Jones. And of course, the Buffalo Bills were a barbershop group, and they got together and sang that song just for us today. So we'll put that back in the vault. And I'll keep it there for a little while. What do you for a long time? Well, whatever you think. All right. Here's Sly and the Family Stone. Thank you for letting me be myself again. I hate when I'm not myself. Baby, I keep on 
a big you're welcome to you. There was something, huh? One of the funkiest bands ever in the 60s, Sly and the Family Stone. On Stu's lunchtime break. Mixing them up for you. Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. This is a shout-out to all you lonely singles ages 62 to 78. Jeffrey's Extravaganza presents Baby Boomer Speed Dating. Come for the thrill and excitement of meeting up to 16 new romantic interests face-to-face. Ditch those dating apps and online websites. Statistics indicate 3 in 10 encounters are a match. So what are you waiting for? Enjoy one free beverage and free hors d'oeuvres. Where, when, and how much, you say? Valentine's Day, of course. February 14th, 2 p.m., Christopher's Cafe in Groton. All this for only $96. Reservations necessary. Prepayment required. Your ship is sailing. Call Jeffrey today. 860-861-1667. Well, I have two more tickets to the Guard Arts Center having their big uh, movie bonanza with uh, many of the movies that are nominated for awards in the coming up Academy Awards. So this time I'm going to take, uh, I'll take Manhattan. No, I'm going to take caller number four at 889-5252 and you win a pair of tickets. We'll send you the list of the movies available for you to see. You can pick one. Caller number four, 889-5252. One of the most popular singers of the 50s was a young lady by the name of Kay Starr. Here's one of his one of her big hits. Met the man I love in a town way down in Dixie, neath the stars above, he was the sweetest man you ever did see. When he held me in his arms and told me of my many charms, he kissed me while the fiddles played the Bonaparte retreat. All the world was bright when he held me on that night. And I heard him say, please don't ever go away. When he held me in his arms and told me of my many charms, he kissed me while the fiddles played the Bonaparte's retreat. 
He held me in his arms and uh, told me of my many charms. He kissed me while the fiddles played the Bonaparte's retreat. All the world was bright when he held me on that night. And I heard him say, please don't you go away. He's gone and I'll admit I knew that I had met my Waterloo I knew that he would say adieu With Bonaparte's retreat Goodbye little boy Goodbye little joy Goodbye little boy So long little joy Goodbye little boy I bet you Bonaparte never would believe that there'd be a song about him. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You know, like, K-Star Bonaparte's retreat. Louis from Norwich was the fourth caller. He wins a pair of tickets to the Guard Arts Center where they have some of the best movies going on for the next few weeks. And uh, Louis got himself a pair of tickets from WICH AM and FM. Plus, we'll send a list of the movies that are available to see. In the meantime... Our time is six minutes till one. We're at 35 degrees. Here are the seasons. Who loves you, baby? Didn't Telly Savalas used to say that? Who loves you, baby?
That's one of their last hits together, the Four Seasons and uh, Who Loves You. And then, of course, uh, Frankie Valli uh, left the group and went on his own to have some pretty good hits, and and that's the name of that story. However, Frankie still does some touring, and, of course, he was the main voice of the Four Seasons, and once in a while when he's on tour, some of the other seasons come with him, like winter and spring, so you can still see the Four Seasons. They'll be coming around, and they do uh, about once a year in this area. A lot of people have enjoyed them through the years. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, they're good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Save the station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's Save station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta la Anything goes next hour. So I want to play you a new Dolly Parton song that she wrote. WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB. Right now it's 1 o'clock. Our at townhall.com, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. For the 71st year in a row, the nation's political leaders gathered to seek God's mercy and pray at the National Prayer Breakfast here in Washington. President Biden said it's important to heed the commandments of Scripture. Love the Lord thy God with thy, all thy heart, all thy mind, and all thy soul. And love thy neighbor as thyself. That's the hardest one, I think. The annual event was held this year on Capitol Hill. U.S. applications for jobless aid fell again last week to their lowest level since April. The Labor Department says applications for jobless aid in the U.S. for the week ending January 28th fell by 3,000 last week to 183,000. It was the third straight week claims were under 200,000 and the fifth straight weekly decline. Jobless claims generally serve as a proxy for layoffs. As correspondent Jeremy House reporting, the latest figure is further evidence the job market has withstood aggressive rate hikes by the Federal Reserve. A mess of ice, sleet, and snow lingering across much of the southern U.S. as thousands in the state of Texas alone endure freezing temperatures with no electricity. National Weather Service forecaster Bob Orebeck says those Texas temperatures are starting to warm up. High temperatures today are expected to be in the low 40s across north Texas, so uh, ice that is on the ground will be will be melting, and even as we go later in the week, temperatures will, are expected to continue to warm near 50 degrees on Friday. A warming trend is forecast to bring relief from the deadly storm. It has blamed for at least eight people who've lost their lives on slick roads since Monday, including seven in Texas, one in the state of Arkansas. Watches and warnings about wintry conditions were issued from an area that stretched all the way from the Texas border with Mexico up through Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana, and into western Tennessee and northern Mississippi. More from townhall.com. 
We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith. A time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. Former President Trump believes that Jack Smith, the special counsel investigating his classified documents case, has a bias against him. I have a guy as a special prosecutor who's got, who's just hates Trump. His wife hates Trump. His sister-in-law, I believe, hates Trump. Mr. Trump was interviewed on the Hugh Hewitt Show on the Salem Radio Network. A five-year-old boy who was attacked by a mountain lion while hiking in rural northern California with his mother and grandfather has been released from the hospital. Captain Patrick Foy in the California Department of Fish and Wildlife says the mountain lion took the boy to the ground. The mom uh, uh, lunged at the mountain lion and just before making physical contact with it, the lion let her son go. Those comments courtesy of KGO. The boy's aunt says she's relieved the mountain lion and was apparently just a juvenile. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. A health warning about one particular brand of over-the-counter eye drops linked to an outbreak of drug-resistant infections. Federal health officials warn consumers not to use the Estricare Artificial Tears eye drops. The CDC says 55 people in a dozen states developed infections. At least three suffered permanent vision loss. One of those infected died. Many of the patients reported using the product. Ezra Care says it's not aware of any evidence definitively linking the outbreak to its product, but it has stopped distributing the drops and advises consumers not to use them. Rich Thomason reporting. The Federal Trade Commission has imposed a $1.5 million penalty on telehealth and prescription drug discount provider GoodRx Holdings for sharing users' personal health data with Facebook, Google, and other third parties without their consent. Consumer protection advocates say the case could seriously curtail the trafficking in such sensitive health data. More details at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Hey, thanks for staying with us. we got a nice sunny day, warming up to 36 degrees. And let's go to our lines. 889-5252 is the number. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Yes, hi, you. You don't mind if I call you Stu, right? I don't mind if you call me Stu. No, I had to do that. I, I know. I, Peter okay. used to say that. I hope he's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got a... And it's Groundhog Day, and my father was born Groundhog Day, 1889, so I can't even imagine how old he'd be today. I guess the groundhog saw his shadow this morning, I think. Yeah, I yeah. heard that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was a cute thing on Facebook. The groundhog's uh, ex-wife 
is in Florida, and she said he's a compulsive liar. <laughs> it was really cute. So the groundhog's getting into politics now, huh? Oh, that must be. Um, I saw something on Facebook that a friend sent. Her husband was a veterinarian, and he retired, but the lady taking over called him to come in because she had these two birds that needed their wings clipped, and he was he had been to Australia, so she figured he could do it. So the video of him is sitting with two of these birds. I think they're called kookaberry. Oh, kookaberry. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cute and so noisy, and they look like a huge parrot. But And I told my daughter, and she said, we had to sing that song in school back in um, elementary school. It was school. a song called kookaberry? Sorry. On the old gum tree. And I thought, is that really a song? Or oh. Just on. If she would like to sing that on my program sometime, that would be great. <laughs> have you? Do you have the recording of, of Kookaberry? Yeah. Well, I'll have to go into the vault later and see if there's such a song. Yeah, I don't know if it's with a K or with a C, but it's a really strange bird and it squawks a lot. Hmm. That was kind of cute. Well, I love to find weird songs, so maybe we can find it. Who knows? Yeah, so have a great day. And, you too. Uh, the snow is gone. Mm-hmm, and the cold is coming in, so be prepared for that. Right. Put get on, out the cocoa. Put on your mink coat. Get really warm. Think, think May, June. <laughs> okay. Well, that's oh, the, Have yes. a great day. You too. Thank you so much. And at 95252, and you would be next. We lost someone on the line there, but you're welcome to call back. You're welcome. We have the welcome mat out, no matter what your opinion is, even if it's not mine. I won't even sulk. We'll be okay. See, what did I want to tell you? There's so many things to talk about. Well, today there's a film documentary on the efforts of Norwich resident Tamara Lanier to recover photographs of her great-great-great-grandfather, an enslaved African named Renty. From Harvard University. It will be shown today at 7 p.m. in the church parlor at Park Congregational Church. Tamara Lanier will be present to answer questions and update the public on the progress of her lawsuit. Very interesting. Check it out today at 7 o'clock. Welcome to the program. Yes, hello. Hello there. Uh, we had to sing that kookaburra song, too, when we were kids. Would you like to give me a sample of it? Well, I know all the words, but I don't I don't sing, but it was um, Kookaburra Sits in the Old Gum Tree, something the king must be, and then laugh, Kookaburra laugh, hmm. uh, something like that. Gay, your life must be. That's what I don't recall. That's interesting, yeah. yeah. And it was probably like kindergarten, we Saying that. I don't know if we sang anything in my kindergarten. I had a grouchy teacher, and uh, <laughs> we just played with uh, blocks. blocks. We did, too. Took a lot and of naps. But my kindergarten teacher, I thought she was like 100 mm-hmm. when I had her. Well, it turned out she wasn't, because she died not long ago, and she was uh, 103. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So you see, I thought she was 100 then. Yeah, of course. But she must have only been like in her 20s. Yeah, when we were little kids, you know, 30 <laughs> is like ancient, right? You think they're like old ladies, but they yeah. really weren't. So they we were had, young. We had finger painting, and um, yep. And she had we us take that. a lot of naps. 
We did take a nap on a stupid rug, remember? Yeah, that stupid rug. On the hard floor. And did you? All to, of our. Oh, jeez. Did you go to William uh, Garrison School? Because that's exactly <laughs> what we did. No, but I think if this was in the '60s, so mm-hmm. it was probably still the same concept where you were just kind of getting used to. Um, Maybe getting being around other kids. It was half day sessions too. Remember? I don't remember that too much, but I, yeah, I you, couldn't wait you to didn't get go out all day. I couldn't wait to get out. Yeah, but it really it wasn't really a, a learning experience back then. Yeah, yeah, now they're doing computers, so I like the gold kookaberry days better. Yeah, yeah, but that she's right. We so mm-hmm. we sang that too. All right, thank you. All right. First, I heard about that one. Thanks. Hi, W-I-C-H. Good oh, afternoon. I, do. I remember that song in school. Sing it to me. Coo- I, but I think it's Kookaburra. Kookaburra? Like I, Yogi yeah, Berra? I, think, I don't think it's Berry. It's like mm-hmm. Kookaburra sitting in the old gum tree. Da, 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 It's a little, you know, it's, I don't remember the rest of the words, but I think... If you want to look it up, it's Kookaburra. All right. I obviously led a sheltered life. I was not uh, introduced to that song. (laughs) I don't think they probably even started singing that in in the lower grades until the 60s. No, I know you didn't call to sing Kookaburra, so... No, well, I was just thinking of something different and silly, and you got on that. Oh, good, good. I remember that song. Mm -hmm. But another Norwich notable, Dr. Graves. Yes. Because he was the one that was going and doing the Ida Trod, uh, uh, you know, with the snow. Oh, the yes, snow yes. Uh, the the Iterod. Alaska. The Iterod in Alaska, that. right. He used to go there every year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, when I was young and I first got my pony, he was the first one to come here and give it shots. And that's when he was really young. And I remember he had a white blonde mustache, and he had white blonde hair. Very, very white blonde. I don't know what. You I know. did a lot of uh, interviews and shows with him, lots of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I remember later on, he would buy veal calves from my mother out here. Um, so he knew the farm, yeah, and I that's knew great. him. And, um and, you know, if it, it, I know he's probably in Florida somewhere now. I believe he's retired. I have not heard from him in a long time, but I'm always willing to have him on. Yep. Well, it's funny because you have run up against so many people that I know and and everything. Like you had, I can't think of his first name, Levangie. Paul Levangie? John Levangie. John. Yeah, Johnny. And Good guy. And he would always go through baseball stuff with you. Mm-hmm. And he was in the Grange, and whenever Joe Lepresti had square dances and everything, I would square dance with him. He had a younger brother that would go, too. But, yeah, I knew a lot of the same people you knew. It's kind of neat. But, you know, hey, if you grow up in the area... Then you would, right? John Lamangi had a terrific mind. He could remember statistics better than anybody I've ever known. Oh, yeah. And I think he told me his job was delivering newspapers. And I, yeah, because I, I think he would say he started like 2 o'clock in the morning or something. Well, I bet he did a good job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I remember him and I go, oh, I know who that is. You know, but yeah. 
But anyway, um, okay, buddy. That, that song is real, but I think it's Kookaburra. Kookaburra. R R A at well, the end. I'm gonna look for it. Thank okay, you. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks. Kookaburra. Didn't he play for the Yankees? No, okay, John Levangie, I, I He was on the Board of Education. I don't know if he's still there now, but love to hear from him. You're on the air. Welcome. Good afternoon, Stu. Hi there. Got any big plans this weekend? No big plans. Uh, just I plan to shiver a lot. That's about it. Yeah, you're going to have to put the heat up a few more degrees just oh, uh, boy, is it getting to get it to where you want it to more be. More expensive than ever, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you watched uh, TV last night. Um, I watched a few different programs. Uh, a great show again last night with uh, 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 Bill O'Reilly with uh, Chris Chris Como. Oh, he has a Bill O'Reilly on a lot, huh? He's on and got him on every Wednesday night. And last night, last night they were together in the studio. Ooh. And you're not going to believe what Chris Como said. You're not going to believe this. He actually agreed w- with with Bill O'Reilly. On on how Biden uh, screwed up the southern border and said that he should have never taken away all the things that President Trump had in, had had, uh, had done. Boy, he certainly changed his uh, point of view. That's amazing. You believe it? I'm telling you, this guy has changed uh, completely from when he left CNN. You have to watch him. Just uh, if you can, one or one or uh, two times. Uh, I actually I enjoy. Watching his uh, mm-hmm. his interviews. So who does. is who is the real uh, Chris Cuomo? Is it the one now or the one that was on CNN? I don't know. Anyway, it's well, good. I definitely like this one better. Yeah, I'm he sure. seems to be a very open-minded, mm-hmm. even though he is. You can tell he's liberal. But that's so, okay you know, as long as he listens to both sides and has Bill on. Yeah, that's but fine. the way he listens to people and the way he opens up the dialogue. And the way he talks is completely different the way he talked and said things at CNN. Completely different. Oh, yeah. It must be because I, some of the things he said there were really way out. Well, good. I'll look oh. for him. Especially yeah. I'll look for O'Reilly. Yeah. Wednesday nights is the – every Wednesday night is the – and Bill O'Reilly comes on right at 8 o'clock as soon as the program comes on. Oh, here's the other thing you can do. There's a phone number, and you can call. You can call the the station, and if you want, the girl will put you through to talk to Chris on any subject that he's discussing. So the show's live, obviously. Yeah. So you could have called last night. There was a phone number right on the on the TV, and you could call, and they would take your phone call, and you could talk to Chris and Bill Riley about the about the subject they're talking about. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll so, look for it. Believe me, I'll look for yeah, it. Completely, completely open. And the only other thing that disturbed me a lot last night was seeing those uh, those whales up on the beach, and uh, uh, ten of them, ten of them have died since they started the drilling uh, in the ocean floor. Has something to do with the hearing um, that causes hearing problems on the whales. And nobody's going to tell me that all of a sudden ten whales in the last uh, six or seven weeks have died because of something else. That they haven't died because of these windmills. Of course. Why it, haven't they died? Why haven't they died on Cape Cod, where there's no windmills going in? By the way, why can't they put windmills up where Obama lives, on Cape Cod? Huh? Yeah. Okay. No slim chance. Slim chance. No slim chance. You're right. You don't see no whales dying there, right? The whales have all died where they're starting to put in the the the, the windmills. They're all dying between New Jersey and New York, like a 50-mile radius. Well, I don't know if they'll ever admit it, but um, 
That's it sad. Definitely, one hundred percent has to do with the windmills. This is not just something that just just happens. And now they're finding dead dolphins on top of it. Mm-hmm. So now it's affecting the the, the the dolphins too, and it's going to affect the fish and the boating industry. It's going to affect everything. And once you see all those ugly things all out in the ocean, uh, offshore, all up and down the east coast, it's going to be. In, it's just going to be disastrous. So, so Larry, one one thing: what network is he on now, Cuomo? Cuomo, uh, News Nation. News Nation. Okay. Yeah, and I told you what they did to Newsmax. You must see that all over the networks, right? Oh yeah, they got right? rid of what A and T and T did mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, to them. They thirty something, three hundred million people can't see Newsmax anymore because. Uh, uh, they took them off. Uh, I, I still got Newsmax because I got Comcast. I don't deal with DirecTV and AT&T. Okay, that's good. It's just their customers that got screwed uh, screwed over, uh, you know, by them. And uh, But to pull a stunt like that to get rid of uh, uh, them, it's uh, uh, terrible. Yeah, that's News News Nation is what Cuomo's on. Okay, thanks, buddy. I got to go, but thank you. Okay, yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Stu. It's uh, Marty Shapiro. Long time no talk to you. Hey, Marty. What's up? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I should be speaking to one of your producers because I'd like to make an appointment to come on to your show and to uh, tell your listening audience about a concept called Thucydides' Trap. Thucydides was an ancient Roman general and statesman, and he came up with the theorem that when a rising power uh, grows to intimidate the reigning power, it most likely will end in war. Hmm. And it's and there's a book on it, but it relates to. Conceptually, it relates to what's happening between the United States and China today, and we are in we are in the clutches of Thucydides' trap, where we are the reigning power, and China is the rising power. And uh, in the last five hundred years, it's been uh, sixteen times. Those situations have been identified, and in 12 times, it's ended in war. In only four times did it end end in accommodation. And in two of those four times, it was the United States that was involved. One time when the United States was the uh, rising power, and in the second situation, when we were the reigning power. Hmm. And um, it, it doesn't hint at how to solve the China-United States-Western alliance problem, but I think I've seen from what this book describes, uh, the book is called Destiny for war and it's by someone named Graham Allison 
And Graham Allison was the original dean to start the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard. And this book only came out in like 2017-18. And the situation, you know, just seems to get worse. But I, from what I've learned, I think I see a path to end this in peace, that we can end this confrontation in peace, but it does mean that the United States has to step back, take a step back, and allow and allow China some autonomy, some hegemony over its neighborhood and let them leave us alone in our neighborhood and do it peacefully so that we can reestablish commercial relations and not devastate Taiwan. But Taiwan, it's only 24 million people. We both need their resources. If we end up in a war and we decimate doesn't matter who wins. We'll both lose. China and the West, the United States and the West. Well, will this both is lose. a very interesting phone call. I wish I had more time, but um, can I? I would like to come on one your segment if you'd have a producer give me a. I've been on in the past on different topics. No, I am. I am the producer, <laughs> but <laughs> but I got to move on to some other calls too. But I, I'm fascinated I by this. I understand. Uh, how can I reach you after hours, and maybe we can come up with a date, and I'll be happy to come to the station. Do you want to email me? or? Sure. What's your email address? It's Stu. It's an easy one. Stu at WICH.com. Oh, that's easy enough. Okay. You'll hear from me this afternoon. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I think we're doing everything uh, possible to make China more powerful than ever with all that uh, arguing over things that we shouldn't be arguing over and not paying more attention to our defense. My feeling is only the strong survive, and anything we do to weaken ourselves is uh, our enemies absolutely love it. Let's take this call before the break. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. I'll only keep you a minute. Um, <clears throat> it's okay. So Stu was right. It's cuckoo, cuckabara. Cuckabara? Cuckaberry. Cuckaberry. And I just was curious to see if I knew the song, and I did not. I'm... 61, and I know you're a little older. I'm not sure how old Susan is. And then the other thing was, yeah, kindergarten. Why did they? Why didn't they just tell us to bring a pair of pajamas or, or slippers or our own um, pillow? I used to <laughs> lie down. I could never like, nap. Well, like the lady said, I was a kindergartner, and we had half a day. Either you were a morning kindergartner till noon and went home, or you went from noon to whatever it was, two or. Something like that, but I was I was home like by twelve thirty every day. I was Waterford, uh, Jordan Jordan Kent School Kindergarten here, which is the Waterford Town Hall at this point. But uh, yeah, time for a nap, and you're like, I don't want to take. I didn't want to take a nap when I was at my own house. Never yeah. mind on a floor. It's a bunch of kids lined up wiggling our legs. That's all it was. 
And I just, my favorite part of kindergarten was coloring. Remember when you got that oh, box yeah. of Crayola crayons? It was flat, and there were only eight, and they had a flat bottom. Yeah, they were, they were, that was the best, coloring and art. I loved that, yeah. My, that was my, the only time I got an A was gym class or art class, and then forget the rest of it. So, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just nap time, and, uh, and, then, and of course, like you said, art with the, um, with the glue that came out that was white with a stick with a brush. And I was not a glue eater, were you? <laughs> no, but I, the smell of it uh, is not something I want to smell again. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, but yeah. So look it up. Oh, I, I sent you an email. Okay. Uh, the songs on an email. Oh, um, thanks. I'll you. look forward to hearing that. Okay. All right. Talk to you later, Stu. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Hi, WYCH. Welcome. Okay. All right. Hi. Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Yes, Helen. Turn the radio down, please. Yes. Yes, my telephone is not good. You know the drill. I'm going to to bring back my phone. Bring back your phone? Okay. I won't hear when I I I should sit here and hear myself on the radio. I don't walk back. It's over there. It's in uh, Cleveland. Here's Helen. Helen? Is Helen there? Hello, is Helen there? It's uh, Stu Breyer from WICH. Okay, this is not working. So let me take a break. 889-5252 is our telephone number. On Saturday, February 4th at 2 p.m., join Connecticut's 8th State Poet Laureate Antoinette Brimbell at the Lagura Center for an afternoon of poetry and a deeper look at the spoken word. Called a fierce poet at the peak of her powers, Antoinette will present her poems, reflect on the power of words for social change, and the importance of spoken word in the community. This free lecture is open to all, is co-hosted with the James Merrill House, and sponsored by the Connecticut Humanities. Listen now. Here's some important information about your Medicare coverage. If you're turning 65 or retiring from work in the next year, the team at Jane Ryan Insurance Group can guide you through the health and Medicare insurance maze. We can walk you through the Medicare process and help you pick the plan that's fitting for you and your needs. At Jane Ryan Insurance Group, because we're local, we know your doctor network, we know your plan options, and we know how to ensure your prescriptions are covered. With Jane Ryan Insurance Group, you have a local expert that you can talk to that can explain options and help you make your decision. To be honest, we're not here to sell you anything. We're here to help you make the right Medicare decisions based on your situation and help you buy the coverage you need. Find out more at janeryaninsurance.com or talk to a local expert face-to-face. Route 85, South Main Street in Colchester. Jane Ryan Insurance Group. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win. The ice bus rolls on. Shoot. Score! Empty netter. Closes the door. Huskies will win it. Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. 35 degrees uh, overnight. It'll get much colder. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, how are you? All right, what's up? So, recently, you know, either Monday or Tuesday, because I read both at the same time, I don't remember. In the day, um, there was a letter to the editor by a doctor, and I don't have the, the article with me, but um, he was talking about Social Security and Medicare and the fact that 
they're always saying that they're going to run out of money and things. And he said, when they started Social Security, the average life expectancy was 62. When they started Medicare, the average life expectancy was 65. Now it's 70. So I think actually it might even be a little higher. There's so many people that are over 100. So they need to do something, and something is have a later, um, you know, retirement age rather than 65 have it go up or increase the amount that they take out. Um, that's one way to keep it solvent and and Congress needs to do something about that. It's not really that hard to... Well, both parties are going to be very afraid to do that because uh, it's going to, no matter what happens, it's going to upset the voters. I know, but, you know, this, if it's a matter of there is no Social Security or Medicare or we can extend it, um, I mean, the voters are going to be ha- are going to be happy that their representatives did something. Um, I mean, short of number one, stopping abortion, which kill off a lot of kids, um, potential potential social security depositors, um, or stopping things like fentanyl coming into the country, which is killing a lot of our young. It's like. Over well, you're going to have to wait for another president before that happens. So, I, you know, and for for a president who had a drug son, drug addicted son and daughter, um, you would think that he would be concerned about drugs, you know, or also stopping the crime, particularly in the in the inner cities. It's not the guns' fault; it's the criminals' fault, and um, you know. You've got to stop Well, don't expect you. Death. You know what you got. What you got is what you got. So I doubt he'll change unless he's greeted by six ghosts at night and talk to him. Well, I can only hope that that happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll do a Scrooge. We'll do a Scrooge Biden. Yeah. Right. Right. Scrooge comes to Biden. Anyway, it's a pretty day out, though it's cold. Oh yeah, but it's, it's pretty warmer it... than it's going to be tomorrow. So. so might as well enjoy today. That's right. right. Anyway, thank bye-bye. you. Jacob Marley. I love that story. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, amok is the word for the day. <laughs> amok? Are you running amok? Well, they are no longer running amok in Griswold. They passed the uh, referendum. That's so correct. That, yes. Uh, students don't have to play in the muck in the mud. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of the callers have called in one the story about a veterinarian uh, woman for Preston and her pony. And... Uh, the other uh, was a person pushing the education side where money should be spent in the town of Griswold because they weren't up to proficiency standards as opposed to the field. Well, first, uh, with the field, uh, I kind of voted against it. I know they need it. I'd like to see it. But I was in the town hall yesterday, and the fella is having his property uh, sold under a lien and once it's sold he has uh, six months to uh, pay the buyer and get it back I guess there's a six month window mm-hmm. for it to be closed on uh, for instance in Minnesota a woman 92 had her uh, I believe it was Minnesota or Michigan had her uh, property uh, sold by the town 
and she only owed about seven thousand dollars but uh, the state the town took the whole thing in other words there wasn't any balance given back between what was owed the town and the sale of the property that's too so bad that, that was pretty bad mm-hmm. but anyway I, I, yes. on the lighter side of uh, mm-hmm. uh, the woman speaking about her pony and the fella calling in about the horse uh, it, it reminds me of where veterinarians retire. They retire a muck. They no longer have to muck stalls. But um, now we turn to the fellow who compares horse sense, right? Did, did he not compare horse sense and the uh, need for education over uh, athletics? It's possible. And I don't want to uh, be an apologist for the education system because uh, they just have too many benefits, I think. But most school systems have been criticized because they teach the curriculum to go so that the students will pass the uh, standards test so the school will look good and they will look good on a uh, performance test. Whereas maybe perhaps in Griswold they don't do so well on the uh, standardized test because they are teaching a curriculum which has uh, value, you know, isn't isn't that a paradox? Because who's to say um, they aren't giving the answers before the test is given in other school systems? Well, they they don't like to flunk anybody anymore. So, well, thank you. Well, yeah. Well, if you flunk people, then you're uh, either prejudiced or whatever, and you have to have how many different teachers for different languages and the schools can't afford it. All right, sir, thanks. i got to go running amok. I appreciate it. I'm going to take a short break, and we'll get to the next call at 889-5252. Round and round the cobbler's bench, the monkey chased the weasel. The monkey thought was all in fun. Pop goes the weasel. A penny for a spool of thread, a penny for a needle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. This is a shout out to all you lonely singles ages 62 to 78. Jeffrey's Extravaganza presents Baby Boomer Speed Dating. Come for the thrill and excitement of meeting up to 16 new romantic interests face to face. Ditch those dating apps and online websites. Statistics indicate 3 in 10 encounters are a match. So what are you waiting for? Enjoy one free beverage and free hors d'oeuvres. Where, when, and how much, you say? Valentine's Day, of course, February 14th, 2 p.m., Christopher's Cafe in Groton. All this for only $96. Reservations necessary. Prepayment required. Your ship is sailing. Call Jeffrey today, 860-861-1667. 
Save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box drop, mattress and furniture outlet. Get it now because it may be gone tomorrow. Our winter clearance event is going on now. Save on brand new sectionals, sofas, love seats, and more. The best mattresses at the lowest prices. Why pay retail, guys? We've got the lowest prices in the state. Come see us now. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box drop, mattress and furniture outlet in the Montville Common Shopping Center on Route 32 in Uncasville and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. Any nine five two five two. This is the Anything Goes portion of our program. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. Who's on Friday? That will be Keith C. Rice. Okay. And the other question I had was: so you were a program manager, and now you're a producer. I produce my own shows. I may I get my own guests. Okay, was that a promotion from... This is... I've been doing this for a long time. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. Hello there. Oh, hi, Stu. I, I thought I was on with you before. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to thank you for playing that Light of Rose uh, by Buffalo Bills and Shirley Jones. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills. And Shirley, I, I've never heard that before. I mean, I know the song, but I've never heard that arrangement. Yeah, they were in the Music Man. <laughs> in fact, they were a strictly a, a barbershop quartet. Oh, that's where it came from. It was a yep. song in the Music and Man. It was, and they appeared on the uh, Harvest of Harmony for the local uh, chapter of the uh, barbershoppers, and they appeared on the stage of the Masonic Temple. No kidding. That's great. Yeah, I mean, came, came out in full buckskin, beautiful, and uh, uh, white beards and typical Buffalo Bills, and they were just fantastic. Well, I'm glad I found that in the uh, vault because uh, it's something I had not heard. But now that I'm glad you told me because I knew it had to be from some show. Was from it Music was Man. From Music Man, and it was just beautiful, and it, it uh, they did such a wonderful job. And as I say, they were amateurs, and uh, they were just dubbed to appear in the show with her. Excellent. Yeah, so thanks again, and I love those oldies. Play them anytime. All right, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah, bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, hello, Stu. Hi there. Um, <clears throat> the gentleman who called just a moment ago speaking a little bit about the Griswold vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. If you're still listening, and anyone else who has kids in a school, any school in America, write down this website. I've said it before. I want you to go to publicschoolreview.com. Publicschoolreview.com. And I'll just read one piece that is ideal. That's in there when you go and you get to the Griswold Elementary School. It's very easy to drill down through this, uh, this website. And I'll just read a brief, brief paragraph. Sure. And this is, this is Griswold Elementary School serves 619 students in grades pre-K through 4th. Griswold Elementary School placed in the bottom 50% of all schools in Connecticut for overall test scores. Math proficiency happened to be over 50%, and reading proficiency is a bottom 50% for the school year 218 through 19. 
the percentage of students achieving proficiency in math is 27%, which is lower than the Connecticut state average of 39 for the 2021 school year. The percentage of students achieving proficiency in reading is 36% in Griswold, which is lower than the Connecticut state average of 51 for the 2021 school year. The student-teacher ratio is 13 to 1, which is higher than the state level of 12 to 1. It goes on and on. That's publicschoolreview.com. What I'm... I, 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 love, I love football. I'd love to see a new carpet out there. I'd love to see these guys in the best uniforms they can possibly put on. I hope they win every game. But the thing I want to just stress is that you can, you can win them all. But if you graduate, you want to graduate at least. So you can say that I, as a graduate of a, of a public institution in Connecticut, such as Griswold High School, that you are either at or above the state of Connecticut's proficiency level in math and reading. You're not going to go far with the with a proficiency level that's down at around 27%. I'm sorry. You're just not. So I all I would like to get out of the school is an understanding, is a conversation, is feedback from those people who are in the business of educating as to why we are that low. Not not 100% across the board, but the vast majority of the grades. Now, yesterday... I only have a minute, so... uh, Okay. If anybody still has that pencil in their hand, write down another website, because here comes the future of education. It's called modernclassrooms.org. So if you want to know where, where things are headed, that is a place to get a, a, an insight into the future of teaching. Well, that's, uh, do, you, do you have uh, somebody in, that goes to the school now, or you're just dedicated naturally for getting the best for kids? I get, I get this information uh, mm-hmm. uh, out of the newspaper, or, yeah. uh, you know, in the air. This, was, this came through on the, yesterday, the, the Norwich Times has a little feature there on page 10 mm-hmm. of a lady named Jessica Gillespie, who is heading up this uh, distinguished modern classroom program. Listen, now, I got to run. I got to run, but it's good to talk to you. It's interesting. I mean, we need to talk about education since this COVID thing. We, we're back out of COVID, according to Joe. So let's talk education, public oh. education. All right. Thank you very Tell much. why our bucks aren't getting it done. Thanks for the call, sir. Appreciate it. Yep. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Yes. Good afternoon, Stowe. Yes, sir. Uh, I got to give Kevin McCarthy some points. Good. Give him some points if he deserves it. He got rid of Farwell and Schiff. Now he's going to go after Omar. Yeah. That's the Muslim congresswoman. He he wants her removed from the Foreign Affairs Committee for her biases against Israel. 
Well, I think that's a good move. I'm rooting for uh, for that to yeah. take place. They're supposed to be voting today mm-hmm. to get her off the off the committee. Well, I'm going to say that she probably won't, but uh, because they'd be too chicken to do that. But we'll see. Now we'll see, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you were talking about corned beef and cabbage the other day with with Kevin. And yes, Joe. yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. G's has a, a good corned beef and cabbage. It's in New London, down by Hodges Square. And they have it every on the seventeenth of every month. Oh, okay. The seventeenth of each month they have the uh, corned beef and cabbage. Like seventeenth um, is like St. Patty's Day, the seventeenth. Right. Gotcha. That's they have it. It's uh, very good. Well, I'm. What's going here? I love corned beef and cabbage. So thanks for the tip. Okay. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you, sir. Hi, welcome. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon to you. Hi. Hey, hey good afternoon, Stu Breyer. Listen, it was me that called in about the corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, I know. But on St. Patty's Day, you get a you get a better you get a better deal with the, you know the cabbage, the carrots, the whole nine yards. But listen, that guy that was just called in, I don't, I don't particularly like him, but uh, hey, listen, bring in the kids when you close out today. I always said it on Thursday, you never bring in Judy and, and Stewie when you bring in the kids. Well, Man, maybe I'll... I'd love to hear that when you go off the air. I'll try to it bring them in. Make you feel good. Yeah, it makes you feel good, Stew. Okay. Listen, I want you to have a great weekend, man. All right? Yeah, you too. I hope you feel better. I'm, yeah, I'm all right, Stu. Don't worry about Joey, boy. I'm all right. Hey. And all your callers, you guys are great. I love you, Stu. All right, Joe. Have a great weekend, all right? You too, thank you. Stay warm. Love you. Stay warm, stay warm. I hear the, uh, whenever I turn the heat up, I hear the ka-ching and going the money out of the the oil heater. But, uh, hey, keep waiting for it to go down. I see the gas prices going up in some places. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, good afternoon again. Yes, I found that song. I know, that was good. I'm glad you located it. Mm-hmm. What did you think? <laughs> I think it's um, drop, huh? drop Kick Me Jesus. You know, it's a little different for sure. Yeah. Um, I wondered something else about, uh, remember the, the minister who used to call you every every year around Valentine's Day to say she's given free weddings at the Mystic Village mm-hmm. Chapel. That's right. I haven't heard from her this year. You're right. So I didn't know if that was over with maybe this year. Yeah, usually uh, she gets in touch with me. Let's see, today is the uh, second. Well, she has some time if she's going to. Yeah, I know she has a little bit of time, but I just didn't know if that was something that you... I know you haven't heard yet, so I didn't know how far ahead of time she might have started to tell you. Well, if she's going to tell me, I guess you better tell me soon or, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll put her on if she gets in touch with me. Sure. Yeah, that sounded like a fun thing for a lot of people and, and you know, when they were able to do that. Um, and Bowser, did he come this year? No, Bowser didn't come this year. I, He's given me the cold shoulder a little bit. Um, I don't even know how the show went, to be honest with you. So the show did actually happen? It did happen. It's Bowser's... Uh, Huh. Big doo-wop party, and if anybody has gone to it, I'd like them to give me a review. Yeah, because I thought he was going to bring Chubby Checker with him. That's what you said earlier. Yeah, like Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker was supposed to be with him. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. I heard was going to happen. Okay. Well, um, remember that 
saw, uh, not long ago, you mentioned the documentary about the Bee Gees. I saw that, too, a few months ago. Yeah, that was something, huh? That was really wonderful, yeah. It was really wonderful to see all of them, you know, how, you know, what happened to all of them eventually, too, and how their music began many years ago. I love those so. documentaries. Um, I, every time I see them, I, I gravitate yeah. to them, and I watch them. They're always good. They're always good. Are you a PBS fan, too? I watch PBS occasionally, sure. Yeah. But I see, um, oh, I think it's Netflix or something. They have Harry Chapin documentaries on Amazon and. Uh, oh, good. Really oh, yeah. good stuff. Good stuff. You have a lot. Of, you have a few more choices than I guess than some other people might. Yeah. No, there's definitely a few more choices. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you go. Um. Uh. Hope you have a good weekend. And you too. Try to stay warm. All right. Take care of yourself. Take care. All Thank right. Bye bye. I mentioned earlier that I'm going to play a new Dolly Parton song. It's called Don't Make Me Have to Come Down. And it's a song about God looking down us and uh, not liking what he's seeing with some people. So we'll play that. Let's check the weather first here. Today, a very pleasant day, mostly sunny, breezy, highs in the upper 30s to near 40 along the shoreline. Tonight, partly cloudy, chance for a snow shower or a snow squall around 3 a.m. with the passage of an Arctic cold front. Temperatures start dropping. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, windy, temperatures peak after midnight in the 30s, then drop through the 20s into the teens by tomorrow morning's commute. By the evening commute, they'll go from the teens into the single digits. Wind chill values drop, too. At night, it will feel more like 10 to 30 degrees below zero. Saturday, sunny, Breezy, decreasing wind, very cold. Temperatures in the mid to upper teens. Temperatures remain steady or rise at night. And then Sunday, a mixture of sun and clouds, breezy, trending milder, highs in the low 40s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. Dolly Parton's always coming up with surprises, and she just released this song called Don't Make Me Come Down. She's obviously upset with a few things that are happening, and uh, let's hear it. Last night I had a dream about God He was standing on a mountain top Looking down around in such dismay And in my dream I heard him say Don't make me have to come down there Yeah. 
just been scolded there by Dolly Parton. Interesting song by Dolly, who's frustrated like a lot of good folks about some of the things that have been happening. I can take a quick call here. WICH, welcome. I just have to say, crazy. She can sing anything, and it doesn't matter what she sings. It's fantastic. (laughs) All right, thank you. Someone likes that song. Here's some facts to leave you with. You can mention them at the dinner table tonight. The tooth is the only part of the human body that cannot heal itself. Really? That's something, huh? If you stop getting thirsty, you need to drink more water. When a human body is dehydrated, its thirst mechanism shuts off. Zero is the only number that cannot be represented by Roman numerals. Kites were used in the American Civil War to deliver letters and newspapers, huh? Kites. That's amazing. I have to repeat that. Kites were used in the American Civil War to deliver letters and newspapers. So I guess we can never uh, complain if our meal is a little slow. The song Old Lang Syne is sung at the stroke of midnight in almost every English-speaking country in the world to bring in the new year. Getting back to water, drinking water after eating reduces the acid in your mouth by 61%. Drinking a glass of water before you eat may help digestion and curb appetite. I've heard that one. Peanut oil is used for cooking in submarines because it doesn't smoke unless it's heated above 450. The roar that we hear when we place a seashell next to our ear is not the ocean, but rather the sound of blood surging through the veins in the ear. Remember, they say put the shell up to your ear. No matter where you are, you can hear the ocean. Okay, that sounded good. Nine out of ten living things live in the ocean. The banana cannot reproduce itself. It can be propagated only by the hand of man. The banana. I'll have more of these uh, on Monday for you. Hi, W-I-C-H. Oh, Dolly Parton's birthday was January 19th. She turned 75 years young. Okay, thank you. 
Happy birthday to Dolly. Happy birthday. She's a lovely lady. There's somebody I'd like to meet, interview. Certainly looks like she treats everybody equally and nicely. And airports at higher altitudes require a longer airstrip due to lower air density. The University of Alaska spans four time zones. Really? In ancient Greece, tossing an apple to a girl was a traditional proposal of marriage. Catching it meant she accepted. What if she dropped it? I mean, that means you're not getting married. Sorry. Welcome. Hi. Hey. Now, wasn't there a record that um, the guitar player, um, Les Paul, didn't he used to make records and he'd overplay them with another song? So That's right. He would, would, he would double like track. Songs. He would double track his music, and when his wife Mary Ford sang, he would double track her singing, and sounded like there were three of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really great. When you were doing the Dolly song, I thought, is she doing that? You know, like um, another part with it. But he was great. I think maybe he invented it. I don't know. Oh, he was the first person to do it. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, and You're you welcome. have a great time, and stay warm too. All right. Thank you. Les Paul with his wife, Mary Ford. He was very creative. It was called the multi-track recording. Patty Page used a lot of it, and they still use it today. Sounds like there's more than one. Hmm? Do we have time for a, jo- for a joke? Okay, here's Henny. Say, doctors are just worried about their public image nowadays. I don't wonder why. A few weeks ago, a doctor friend of mine had trouble with his plumbing. The pipes in his bathroom began to leak. The leak became bigger and bigger. Even though it was 2 o'clock in the morning, the doctor decided to phone his plumber. Naturally, the plumber got sore being awake at that hour of the morning. For peace sake, Dr. Whale, this is some time to wake a guy. Uh, he said, you've never hesitated to call me in the middle of the night with a medical problem. Now it just happens I've got a plumbing emergency. There was a moment's silence. The plumber spoke.